This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. And the update is brought to you by Fair and Fair. You know, I just have this uh, little tingling in my tummy okay. every time I uh, come here Monday morning and plug the headphones in and turn the microphone on, just wondering if everything's going to work. Yeah. Uh, that's your lactose intolerance. That that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here we go. All right, of course, the top story is still what's going on in Israel. Um, you know, it's it's really something because I have this uh, Jewish family that comes to the diner all the time and obviously they're not in a very good mood right now and I don't blame them. And, uh, you know, they're like, thank you for talking about it and thank you for supporting Israel. And it's a real shame. We got in this conversation about we live in a world where we have a gun at each other's head. You know, it's really it's really sad to say that, but it's true. You know, and when it comes right down to it, there's two things. It's like it's that way because we want other people to be exactly like us, to think exactly like us. And anytime they do something different or think something different, we want to attack them. And I don't know, I'm not a psychologist, but it seems like that that's what's going around. Now, what fuels it, that's the structure of what's going on, but what fuels it is religion. Think about it. In the name of religion, human beings have killed more of ourselves than with anything else. And this is Israel, the Jews, against, you know... Hamas, the Islamics. I mean, it's, is that a word? I don't even know. But I, then I'll coin it. Okay, I want, I want royalties on that there one. There you go. But, uh, but seriously, it's, it's like, and you look at it and you, you think, but wait a minute. Isn't religion about, you know, bringing spirituality to people in different avenues, different ways? But at the bottom line of all of it is to bring peace, love, and understanding, right? Yeah, well, but that's the thing about humans is they're, humans are not without sin. No human is perfect, regardless of your religion. Yeah, but, so no. there's going to be flaw there. And people take advantage of that. They know that everybody's looking to answer those questions in their life, and they go, how can I take advantage of that? Well, what, what happens is people want to control other people. I mean, I remember I was a Catholic, so I was in one of the most controlling religions ever, and that's my opinion. That's what I found. But I'm not, I have nothing against Catholicism. If I didn't have that background, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't even be on this show. But the thing is, is that uh, all religions are based on human management. They want to control you it, to a certain extent. Everyone's different. All religions are different. I mean, you look at those signs. The Unitarian Church. You don't have to be any certain religion. Just come in. Everybody hugs everybody. But even they have, you know, some tax-free motives. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's that. But you know what I'm saying. So it's just really sad what's going on in Israel because when it comes right down to it, these are two 
different ideologies as far as religion goes, and one wants to do away with the other. The other kind of wants to just live in peace, but they won't let them because they shouldn't exist. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And then we have here in this country, which is, can you imagine? I mean, this is the part about it. I think... I think people have been discriminated against, whether you're black or Hispanic or whatever, Asian, and now even white, because that seems to be an open field right now. Uh, if you've ever been discriminated discriminated against, one of the worst feelings ever, right? But here we are openly discriminating against an entire culture, an entire race. Some people consider it a race. Jews. There's actually people in this country that are uh, cheering what Hamas is doing and sitting there in colleges and even in in hallways and offices backing Hamas. Terrorists. There's news organizations, which I'll show you in just a moment, that are on the side of Hamas. They pretend to be, oh, well, no, we're about the people of Palestine. Well, you know, DeSantis pretty much hit it on the nail on the head the other day when he said, well, we shouldn't accept any refugees from Gaza. And the reason he said that, and he got a lot of crap for it, too, was because, you know, in general, they're not friends of the Jews, whether they're part of Hamas, they voted for Hamas, or they're in Hamas. Who, Palestinians? Palestinians. You know, we can't take that chance, but boy, did he get a bunch of crap for that. I'm looking for the cut right now. A little hazy from the tequila Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> nice. Here it is. This is DeSantis. We cannot accept people from Gaza into this country as refugees. I am not going to do that. Uh, if you look at how they behave, not all of them are Hamas, but they are all anti-Semitic. None of them believe in Israel's right to exist. None of the Arab states are willing to take, you know, any of them. The Arab states should be taking them if you have refugees. You don't fly people and import them into the United States. Well, you know, they introduced the Gaza Act last week, I think it was, that I was telling you about. Do you know what that mm-hmm. is? No. So a couple of Republicans, House Republicans, introduced the Gaza Act because they wanted to stop Biden for exactly what DeSantis said, from importing Palestinians um, to the U.S. Um, so they're trying to ban, I guess, President Biden's administration from importing Palestinians to the U.S. to be resettled here in American communities. They're just going to fly into Mexico and they'll walk in. Well, it was a hundred. It was like hundreds of the number was yeah. hundreds of thousands. And I think they were like, we can't take anymore. We're already letting in. Well, I mean, even Arab countries, Egypt, they won't let them in. Won't let, well, I mean, they're because well, they can't. They're. It's kind of smart on their end because they can't vet who's coming into their country. No, and none That's of the, the Euro- issue that we have. None of the European nations, except of course for uh, Britain, you know, it's, it's, they're overrun, uh, just like us, because they have that same problem we have. I don't know what it is. I, I don't have a name for it, but uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 insane. So uh, he took a bunch of crap for that, but I want to show you how what I just mentioned about our media. Our media is not on our side. They are the number one enemy of our country. And I, I always get crap for that. People, Somebody will always say that. Why would you say that about our own media? Because they are. The media hates you. Not only do they hate you, but they also think you're dumb. They, they think they're better than you. They all come from Ivy League schools. And some of them are Andrew Cuomo. But I mean, I, I digress. <laughs> but, you know, it's like CNN and NBC. This interview with, with this woman. Anderson Cooper is the one that just blows my mind. Dwenya Abraham. He thinks he's interviewing a Palestinian neutral. Somebody who just wants to live their lives. And he wanted to bring because that's all they do all day. It's unbelievable. You turn on CNN, it you, you just stomach just turns. Unless, of course, you back Hamas, then you're very happy about it. But 
that's what he does. He puts people on to talk about, all oh, the poor Palestinians. And yeah, everybody feels sorry for civilians in any part of our world that get killed as collateral damage of a war between two factions. Totally. Totally understand that. But he has this woman on, and I guess he's so eager to get the Palestinian Gaza side of it. He gets this woman on, doesn't vet her. Here's how it went. Or sitting in their home in France, watching. Somebody's sitting in... Yeah, he gets to it. So somebody's sitting in their home in France, and uh, they're watching what's going on, but they're Palestinian. Everything's all, happening. All and, then, and this is what this woman is. Let me see if I can get it here. I forgot to edit that. I know that there are uh, civilians, people who want people who wish to live a normal, peaceful life, uh, to feel safe, because we are human. And all we want is to have uh, our rights and live peacefully. Um, as, as, a, as a woman and as a girl, um, all I want in this life to to educate and to graduate and have uh, a job and have a family. This is all I want, and I want them to know that. Okay, what do you get from that? If you don't know, know anything I just said, what do you get from that? You you feel... That she's like one of the peaceful civilians and she's yeah. like, we just want peace. I just want right. to live my normal life and, you know, like how everybody else does and mm-hmm. that's, that's all I want to do. Okay, so Anderson Cooper puts her on. NBC News. NBC News puts her on. You heard what she said. Right. Turns out, nobody checked her social media. Nobody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's a big fan of Hitler. Oh, no. And she's an ideological supporter of Hamas. Dunya Abba Rahama talks peace on CNN at the same time on her Twitter feed. Here's what you can read that she said, quote, May God forgive you, Hitler. I wish you had finished with this group of people when you had the chance. She's pretty happy when Hamas terrorists were rampaging through Israel, killing innocent people in villages October 7th. She goes on for a paragraph about how wonderful a day it was. And here is Anderson Cooper and NBC interviewing her like she's a poor, you know, civilian that just wants to live her life, Palestinian in Gaza. It's you can't even have there's no words for what's going on. Was there like any kind of retraction or anything? No, no retraction, no apology. No, we didn't do our job. Journalism these days. I don't get it. Used to be where you had like a made a huge mistake and you, there had to be some sort of retraction or apology but now it's just like ah whatever nah you gotta say something here's another example the Washington Post owned by Jeff Bezos right mm-hmm. New York Times quality newspaper according to the people that are much more intelligent than I am sitting there recliners with their tea and their New York Times reading the old gray lady mm-hmm so uh, over the weekend, this Washington Post headline, historic church sheltering civilians like what's her face you just heard, struck in deadly Gaza City blast. You see, they're a little careful now. They don't say Israel did it until you get into the paragraph of the story. Okay. The historic Greek Orthodox Church of St. Popyrus, Gaza's oldest active church, was struck Thursday by Israel as it sheltered hundreds of Palestinians displaced by the war. So the one time that I thought I'd go to some of the fact-checking sites because I really had no time to start looking at other newspapers, turns out it's a big false story. Really? At, yeah. Total fact-check was published. The church was intact. It was never hit by a missile. And Washington Post never apologized for it. This happened, uh, the strike happened on uh, the 20th, which is uh, Friday. 
Rumors about the Israel-Hamas war have run rampant on social media, and among them is a claim that the Israel reduced a church to rubble in Gaza. Israel did not bomb or destroy a church. It's a completely fabricated story. Huh. Nothing from the Washington Post, no apology. But you see, somebody reads that, and it adds fuel to the fire, and then you got Talib Rashid Rahad, whatever her name is out there, screaming... Are we the only people that if we get something wrong, we come back on and go, oopsie, our bad. Turns Pretty much. Out yeah. Nobody does that anymore. It used to be, well, we have to put a retraction. There's a correction. Here's yeah. the edit. Well, and then- even when they do retractions, it's kind of funny because it could have, yeah. the story could have originated on the front page and the retraction will be on page 28. Yeah. The end of the classified section for auto parts. I get it. Nobody likes to highlight their, you know, screw ups. But at the same time, don't you bear a little responsibility? So, is it no surprise that uh, Jewish people are buying more guns than anybody else right now? I don't blame them. WPLG reported in Hollywood, Florida, the gun store owner David Kolowski indicated guns and ammo sales, number one sales, are going to Jewish people who are arming themselves right now. Everybody's like tense. You know, everybody's looking over their shoulder. Monday night, this group of Jewish women taking an introduction course on guns. We need to make sure that our communities are well prepared. Guns these days. And God forbid if anything should happen, we know how to handle a situation. The rise in anti-Semitism is something, unfortunately, that has been progressing. David Kowalski owns a Florida gun store in Hollywood. Since Hamas's brutal mass murderous attack on Israel, he says his sales have multiplied. Triple to over a normal business. Andy Tenenhaas says most of the men in her synagogue are arming themselves. We said, what about the women? We need to do the things we need to do to prepare, to stay safe and to be able to use a gun, God forbid, if we ever should need one. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. So, all right, so let's talk about Pulse for just a second. Okay. Orlando has, uh, is going to vote or did vote? They're voting today. Voting today, $2 million deal to purchase the Pulse nightclub property to make it a memorial. Two million. Wait, where's all the money they already re- where's all the money they already had? That's a great question, isn't it? Hmm. hmm. You got uh, Mayor we... Buddy Dyer out there uh, talking about it. You got uh, what's her name? My favorite. Oh, oh. Patty Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say her name. I get all, my tongue gets all uh. <laughs> Yeah, Your tongue feels sticky. Say your name. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Like they're like, oh, well, we're we're fulfilling the wishes of the community. It's like nobody looked into that earlier when everybody gave millions of dollars to the foundation that didn't really come through on the thing they were supposed no, to. No, seriously though, who's going to answer? Where's the answer to the question of what happened to all of the millions of dollars that's been raised over the past seven years? Where's that money? It was like Barbara Poma, the owner's foundation, the Pulse One Foundation. And they, that they were money collecting go? all the money, and then they all got paid and got a big bunch of raises. They kicked her out. Apparently for unsavory she, conduct, kicked out of the organization she started. So she sells the property to the city now, and the people that were left, out of the money just kind of Yeah, because were, were the families of the victims help? Because there was a mother of one of the victims that was shot during the horrible shooting, and she was like, we haven't seen a penny. No, they're not. This isn't serious. And you know what's sad is to watch local news because they don't want to upset anybody. They gloss right over it. They don't talk about what really needs to be talked about here, that, you know, this wasn't an attack on the gay community. This was just an attack by a terrorist. Nobody wants to talk about that. So they go with the false narrative. Then we got, you know, so many other things we could do with the money, and here we are going to put it on a brick-and-mortar building so everybody can stare at it. It's It's... I understand that you want to put up some kind of memorial, but really, 
all the money, like Smoke just said, that's been spent. We've said this over and over again. It's not going to change anything. But you couldn't use it bother. to help LGBTQ right. youth. You couldn't use like Zebra Coalition, kids that have been kicked out of their house because they're gay. You can't use it to help actual living youth for that, for your own community. Don't you want to help your own community? Well, this- yeah, but we wanted to buy a piece of land that we didn't put anything on, and then we had to pay a bunch of people to run the nonprofit organization, and then you know, that's where it got spent. And then people get to look at each other. You know, what's funny is because down the road, it's all about these people that are doing this. It's not about the victims of what happened here or the friends and family of victims. This is about the politicians who could look at themselves later and pat themselves on the back and tell their friends I did at, a good thing. at the little white wine meeting. Yeah, look what I did. Look what, is my he, name going to be on the plaque? Yeah, look at, look at it. I got a brick there. It says, look, me, my name. You see, I did that. Me. I care more than you. Here's Buddy Dyer. So I'm absolutely disappointed that there um, is not more movement towards the actual construction. I can't hear what he's saying. He's basically he? saying that the, he's upset that there hasn't been any movement towards construction. You know, because he's also in the same boat. He's like, yeah, we gave money to the foundation that was supposed it? to be making the thing. But I guess, yeah, we'll pay $2 million and buy this and do it ourselves. But that's my thing. Is like, I feel like millions were already raised. They were. They were, but everybody on the nonprofit One Pulse got Foundation got hundreds of thousands of dollars in salary. And how do you sleep with yourself well, at night you- knowing you're taking money that was supposed to go help this organization? I just don't, I don't understand it. They got a salary for doing this? Yeah, what, yeah. What for? Um, salary, isn't this supposed uh, to be the goodness of your heart? Yeah, I, that's what I thought, but... Are you sure about that? you got to make sure. See. Well, hang on. Estimated average salary for One Pulse Foundation well, wait, employees is around $64,431 a year. Why are they getting a salary? I mean, I'm they sorry. I, I know 30, I don't... $31 an hour. I don't like to work for free, but at the same time, isn't this is about, you know... The goodness of your heart, and you're doing this to help. I mean, this they're getting paid in, a salary. Back in August, new documents came out that revealed pay increases for One Pulse staff, and still no memorial. What? What? How come this isn't on the news? How come they're going, mean, they're just glossing right over this? Be, Six had the story, but again, this is back in August. Two weeks later, nobody remembers. And if you were part of, have a lot of friends that are part of the LGB community. If you were part of that community, wouldn't you be kind of irritated? I mean, their nonprofit tax return from twenty twenty two. I'm telling you, the, the majority of the LGBTQ and gay friends that I have, the majority, the big part of that community, doesn't get heard. Doesn't get heard. No. Doesn't get heard. Yeah. Wow. No, they all. Yeah, their tax return from 2022 shows that Barbara Poma, she was the, she was uh, the owner. head of the thing, that she stepped down from her position. Her income went to $249,000. For what? That's a 174% wait, wait. jump from Slow the down. Year. For what? For the, for the Pulse Foundation? Yeah, she runs the foundation. Then, of course, there was their chief communications officer. Uh, Scott, he made 151,000. Are you kidding me? The other Scott, me? the chief marketing officer, he made 152,000. Claudia, their chief financial officer, made 156,000. Holy crap! Earl, so that's the where the money Vice went. President, he made 109,000. For seven, for the last six or seven years, these people have been making yeah, this kind of money. It wasn't a foundation prior to that. Yeah. So all the money coming in went to pay this, their salary. Is that correct? Yeah, to do what? Course, They've done, what have they Bowie, done? She got $95,000, and her position was new. What? I'm flabbergasted. So I am flabbergasted. Even that passed me up. I didn't know that. I yeah. knew some people were getting paid, but I thought it was because this is all out of the I goodness know, of their heart. I remember there was a blurb on the news, and I want to say last year on the anniversary of Pulse, where they had people that were related to some of the victims from the shooting, and they were coming on going, hey, where's the money? I haven't seen any of it. We're raising all this money and doing all these events, but I haven't yeah, seen got- a penny, and my son died in the shooting so that and but it never mentioned anything 
regarding the salaries for the pe- that's incredible. I want to I wanna got, know. Hey, maybe you can find this out. Look 2. it up. Like two million in contributions and grants in 2022. And went to what? To salaries. With that, that was over four and a half million in the previous year. According to records. Well, is that not how, considered a fraudulent? Like, well, I, how come these people are lying to us on the local news? I mean, they're lying. They're not telling the story. They're, t- oh, yeah, oh we've got to build this thing. It's wait, It's been too long. Well, you're just stealing all the money. No wonder we, you haven't built anything. They reported it operating at a total loss of $720,000 in 2022. So they wrote it off of the taxes. They're already, a, isn't that a, uh, a charity? Isn't that considered a- I would think it would be a char- charitable donation. So this yeah. is a money mill. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? If I were one of the families, if I lost my kid in that Pulse nightclub, I'd be furious right yeah. now. Why are any of the- Let's see. Uh, despite their lack of progress on the memorial project, We're too busy forms- counting their money and going to Vegas. Tax forms show that there's, they handed out scholarships to 49 recipients. Okay. That's there's a good so- thing. That's something. Those grants accounted for 285000 One salary. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> and they so did an remember- out of well, millions they, they and millions. Did a, they did an annual remembrance ceremony, and that was $390,000 to put on a cocktail party. party. Okay. So they had to do the scholarships to set the charity awesome. upright. Okay. You know what I mean? You have to do something to claim you're a... Where's the But they took pay cuts during COVID, which is why they got more money the next year, apparently. You're talking about salaries in the top 5% of income in this country for a charity that's supposed to be helping memorialize the victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting. That's amazing. Yeah. And there's no mention of it on the news. None. They make it sound on the news like, oh, we, you know, it's just, we, oh, we just waited too long. We got yeah, well, seven we years be, and all that money and nothing to show for it. We cannot be the only three people in the whole city that have the question, where did that other money go? Well, obviously it went to salaries. I know, but I'm saying where are all the other Where's everybody else asking the same question? Why aren't more people asking because that? Because they're all ass kissers in this town. It's they're they're all ass kissers. Can you imagine if you can imagine if one local TV station stepped up and told them the truth? Oh my God! If yeah, forget but how about many it. politicians Buddy are Dyer, behind I'm it? I'm not going to visit Channel Seven because yeah. they said the truth about the. That's my question: Is how many politicians are behind it, and how many contributors to politicians? Are also, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. involved in that news station, so they're, wow. they're, everybody's controlled. Just Crazy. for clarification, that uh, the inaugural um, uh, remembrance ceremony, three hundred ninety thousand dollars. That only accounts for um, non-cash contributions at the event. What? Wow. I don't know. I just found that strange. Like I said, News Six is the only station that I saw that covered this in any any fashion. Well, good for News really Six. Their, good their for News Six. You got to you got to at least give them Reddit. a generic round of applause sound effect. <laughs> yeah, you do have to do that. No, somebody's got to do the job around here. Yeah, it's yeah. wild though. All that money, seven years. I just can't imagine nothing. how I would feel if, if one of my family members or one of my loved ones died in that shooting and then I'm sitting there going you're, really this is what you're doing with the money well it makes me feel bad sometimes because people are like oh do you want to donate to this you want to donate to that and I'm like I'd like to but I can't because I don't I know, know it's going to go there yeah, they're going to well a portion of the proceeds what portion 0.1% yeah I mean when I found out about the Susan G. Coleman Breast Cancer Foundation that blew my mind. Yeah. The lady that runs that makes $6 million a year. <laughs> Holy you tell me that's crap. non-profit? Somebody profiting? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What I want to know for next time is how much how much in medical bills all those families, the ones that did survive, did how much for all- medical bills, are, did, they get, did they get paid for all that? Yeah, were they compensated and at least taken care of? We'll find I can't out. I imagine. 
And finally, nearly 7 out of 10. This ought to make it... Okay. So we got all this Hamas, Russia stuff going on. Uh, there's a few people out there, credible people that are saying, well, look, this is going to lead to World War III because you got China, Russia, and then you have uh, Iran, uh, Hamas, you know, and all that together. And then the president himself bundled that up together nicely on Thursday because there's an other reason for it but he did so there's a lot of scary stuff going on could lead to world war three and yeah. keeping keeping that in mind nearly seven out of ten u.s service members are considered morbidly obese oh wait what seven out of ten yeah uh it compromises the nation's military the readiness and undermines national security the american security project a washington-based nonprofit. Like you can believe that anymore. Found that 68% of U.S. troops qualified as either overweight, obese, or oh, morbidly obese. Wait, I thought you had to be in really good shape to be a soldier. Well, I thought that was the point of doing the training to get right. you in shape. Boot to camp do the thing. and well. There's a shortage of recruits. Why? Because of all the DEI crap and all the they them pronouns. Yeah, but this is over half. I know. Jeez. Oh, so what do they have? Like a different combat system? They're like, all right, sit on the guy when he comes at you. Well, (laughs) well, it's a generic response as usual. Here's the quote. To ensure the long-term strength and operability of the armed forces services, we must decisively, uh, decisively and cohesively address obesity within the ranks, maintain strong body composition standards, and bring health policies in line with the evidence-based recommendations. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Shocks me because I would think that with everything that you have to go through training, not even just training, but just being a soldier, if you're actually going to go into combat, I mean, you can't run 20 feet and then stop and take and like take a breath. You need to be in good shape, yeah. Yeah, but we're not allowed to yell at people and stuff anymore. Because so. I went, I told you guys, I went to uh, Friday night. I went to Winter Park Fire Department. My cousin's a lieutenant there, and they had this big thing at the fire department. And they are all ripped and buff and fit and. Could you having a good time there, huh? Well, <laughs> no, but I mean, they're all in very good shape, like you should be. Well, the unfortunate thing is that the pickings are slim because less than a, this is the study, less than a quarter of Americans between 17 and 24, that's armed services time, uh, qualify both academically and physically for military service. Only a quarter. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile. Our soldiers eat for pleasure and their waist we measure Cause they are so pudgy They can't do ten push-ups cause they love the fondue Can't finish basic training In the army Our soldiers eat too much cheese In the army They're so big they break the trees In the army G.I.s can't fit in their pants In the army this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. A little sports update just from the uh, the weekend, in case you missed some of it and you're into it. MLB League Championships. The Philadelphia Phillies are going to play today. Now, whoever wins this game, unless it's a tie-up, it's 3-2 right now. Philly's leading that series against Arizona. If Philly wins, they're going to the World Series. If Arizona wins, then it's tied and they go into Game 7. I'm going for Arizona. I don't want to be paying 5 bucks a gallon for gas. <laughs> uh, Astros lost yesterday, tying the series to 3-3 between them and Texas. So there is another game tonight at 8 o'clock. Whoever wins that game will be going to the World Series. Uh, NFL over the weekend. Jags beat the Saints. Jags are on fire. They're doing really, really good. Bucks lost to the Falcons. Dolphins lost to the Eagles. If you watched the Kansas City game, you probably saw a lot of Taylor Swift. But if you actually watched the game, they beat the Chargers. Uh, 49ers and the Vikings are playing tonight. If you care about college football, Florida State won. They beat Duke. UCF lost. It was bad. And University of Miami uh, beat Clemson. Something happened at the UCF game this weekend. There was, I think there was like a fight. I watched something, too. It was something else. It was something weird. God. I, my brain's failing me. I, my, hus- my husband had it on in the background, and I remember seeing them losing, and I went in the other room to do something, and he came in, and he's like, well, they lost. I'm like, okay. Something happened. All right, well. I can't remember what happened. I'll find out. Um, here's some awkward questions you should never ask anyone ever. <laughs> like, just don't ask these questions, apparently. What, what would you guess would be one of them, Smoke? Uh, how much do you weigh? Um, That's an excellent one, but it's not on the list. Really? Um, I feel like, oh, no, here, uh, why can't you lose weight is actually on the list, which is a horrible <laughs> thing to ask somebody. Why would that, you ever that's do even, that? That's even worse. <laughs> Can you imagine? What's the matter with your face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that on there? Uh, no. Should be. Um, what else is on the list is, why can't you afford this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? Why are you still single? Oh, that's, that's, why are you so nosy? You but that's a- every Thanksgiving at the- I was going to say, that's every holiday. Every holiday at the table with your mother. <laughs> why don't you like me? The older you get, the less you care. And then, uh, why didn't you invite me? Uh, again, the less I care. 
Those are stupid questions. That's, that's, like, in fact, I'm to the point where, like, if you don't invite me, I consider myself lucky. Right. And it's not, I, I don't mean that in a malicious way, because someone will email me and tell me what a bitch I am. I don't mean it in a malicious way. I love my friends dearly. Um, but not I, enough to go see them. No, but it's, it's <laughs> and all of my friends want to do stuff on Fridays, and you know, being oh, on the morning geez, show, Fridays like are day, You don't have to get up. Well, no, Fridays are hard, because no, we got up so early, yeah. and then they want to go out like a Friday night, and you're, you know, you, you've been up for 20-something hours. And it's like, oh, and they know they're my friends are really understanding about that. Is Friday too hard for you? I understand you. I know you get up really early. And so they're they're nice about that. But if someone's getting together and it's usually something during the week or on a Sunday, they'll go, hey, we were going to ask you to come. But we know you have to get up really early on Monday, but we're getting together to do this. And I was like, oh, no, it's, I get it. I totally understand. And I'm like, because then I don't have to say no. But they know me enough to know right. that she ain't going to come. And it answers the why can't you afford this? It's like, well, <laughs> I have to go to work. It's, it's, it's telling two birds with one stone. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's why I, I settle mean. down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> How about why don't you live in a nicer house? Who, who in well, their nobody right mind asked would that. ask that? You know, I love the dumpster. This is where I like to stay. <laughs> I can't imagine. I watched one of those. Um, this wasn't even a TV show. I got sucked into it on social media. I was looking for stuff for today. And, you know, if you look at enough content, it flags it for you, basically. So you're going to see a lot of it. Right. So I guess, unbeknownst to myself, I've watched too many cleaning videos on Instagram where their house is, like, so beyond, like, hoarders, messy. And someone comes in and they clean it because it's. I want to see what it's supposed to look like. So there, I forget her name. There's this lady that goes in and she cleans people's houses that are just beyond, like a hoarder situation, like I said. Oh. And oh, yeah. she does it for free, though, real sweet. Yeah, it's called, I forget what, I forget what it's called on Instagram. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, she's like, they're like old people that live in squalor and she goes in and cleans their place. Yeah. And then they have to squalor in for, 10 days again anyway. But it's like this, this guy, this old man and his wife was coming home from the hospital and he wanted her to come home to like a nice clean house mm-hmm. and it was just... Really awful, and so they they gave them. You had to see the mattresses and everything. It was just bad. It looked like a, a rundown house that like that's meth really, addicts that's would really live in. Sweet, but is it is it because they they didn't have the ability because they were all hospitalized, or is it because they're just pigs? No, well, uh, maybe a little bit of both. But I think after a while, the depression sets in, and then you just don't want to clean anymore. You know, like the old man, his wife was in the hospital. He thought she was going to die. He can't really do it himself. And it was right. such extensive cleaning that after a while, you well, just become you become overwhelmed because you let it go for six years. Right. I mean, it was bad. It was so bad. But anyway, I so digress. Jill, what do you? What are we doing? What are you doing? You're watching cleaning videos on Saturday. <sighs> I had what happened this weekend. I don't know if it was a dream or something. I was doing. Oh, I was on my motorcycle, clear blue sky, headed down forty, just a soul cleansing ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what's Jill doing now? Oh, she's watching cleaning videos. Okay, this was <laughs> yesterday when I was doing show prep, which I can I know, clearly right. eliminate. All from right. my life if you want me to. <laughs> no, I was no. outside all yesterday morning, I mean, I all day Saturday, went swimming Saturday morning, and went swimming on Friday. What exercise did you do, Rick, other you than sitting just... on a motorcycle? Ooh. It's a lot of work shifting gears. Yeah, no, actually, you come at I me walked, this early in the I morning. I walked on the beach. Good for you. Did you take your shoes off? No. No, I couldn't take my shoes off. Why? You know what? Because then the they children. get sand. <laughs> then they get sandy? You know, the beach has sand on it. I was it. wearing motorcycle boots. You could take motorcycle boots off. Nah, I didn't want to take my boots off. Rick goes, okay, so you're going to come at me. You go to the beach and hang out in the no. pool, Jill. Yeah, yeah the, it's the, awesome. The weight of the boots gave me more uh, caloric uh, burn-off. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> caloric burn-off. 
go to the beach. Can't Sounds like a NASA the sand. I'm watching cleaning videos. No, look at all that mold. Woo! It was while I was doing show prep. Like okay. I said, oh, well, what does it matter? I was thinking mathematics while I was doing my motorcycle ride. Okay. I'll just not do the show prep next weekend. What does it have that's to do good. with the show prep? Because that's what that's the video was popping up while I was looking for audio for the show oh, today. Oh, the, the cleaning video just came upon you. It forced itself on you. So let me get you a little background. Oh, I'm not God, talking to you, God. Rick. You can go t- go lay down. You can go take a nap. I'm not tired. Um, over the weekend, Rick likes us to come up with things like pieces of audio for like sound I audio. I never on asked the- you to come up with anything over the weekend. Well, uh, on a daily basis, and Sunday is the day, day before I never Monday. I you. I sent you a couple of stories because I just happened upon them. I thought, oh, this was cool. So every day you don't come in and go, hey, do you have any found audio for our found audio oh, well, thing? Oh, I'll ask you this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So do you think it just happens in the morning or do you think no, I No, but I think it happens on it? like Sunday night or something, right before okay. you go to bed or something? No, I don't do things right before I go to bed. You don't? Why would I sit there and do it right before? Before I go to bed, oh, that's the last know. thing I want to think about. Right. Sleep. Oh, I see. Wow, that's the last thing you want to think about. So if I have some free time, like from blow drying my hair, I'm doing something. I'm like, hey, let me go see if I can find some audio, and I'll right. scroll through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, then things pop up that so distract after you. After you wipe your baseboards or before, <laughs> things distract you, and you go, oh my god, look at that house. It's horrible. Oh, she's gonna clean it. Oh, now I gotta see what it's gonna look like, and then you get sucked in. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll allow it. Now, if I do this next story, you're going to yell at me and go, who cares about this I'm story? I'm not going to yell at you. What when is you, it? When you told me to do the story. Rick a, and is I, it from Reddit? No. Okay. Rick and I were watching the news this morning, and I don't understand this weird push oh, to try to get people to shower less. Oh, God. Did you see why, this? Why, this is insane. Go people ahead. People don't shower enough as it is. No, no. Listen to this. I agree with you, Smoke. But this is on like local television with an expert. Yeah, this was a, an expose, if you will. I, I I failed because I couldn't find the audio. The audio was the best part, but I'll, I'll try to do it justice. So recently, there's been so many stories about showering too often is bad for you, and you should only shower, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, and then you'll see it again. Then you'll see it again. Then you'll see it again. I'm like, what's with the push to not shower? I don't understand what's going on. So this lady is on the news. Well, let's let's. She's a cute blonde, yeah. young, and she is a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. And she's speaking to people about, hey, some people shower once or twice a day. That's too much, especially if you use soap. It's so drying for your skin. It'll make your skin itchy. So instead of having dry skin, which is fixable, uh, why don't you just shower less? So Rick and I are kind of watching it, going, okay, what? This is weird. And then she drops this bombshell. Uh-huh. She says you could probably get away with showering once or twice a week. A week. She just a ended week. her. She just ended her dating career. Insta, uh, um, all the ma- websites that do the matching of people, they yeah. just canceled her. Goes, <laughs> did she just say what I think she said? Did she say once or twice a week? She did. Can you? Imagine, because no. we all have parts that need to be washed daily. Yeah, and we live in Florida, and it's hot out most of the time. It's a jungle down there. And then if you work out, then you got to shower after you work out, you know. And then if you're going to go to work, you want to shower before you go to. I don't. I can't wrap my brain around the once or twice a week. Can you? No, 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 no. Not no. even. Well, okay, there was an older woman that was on there before her introducing her that says she only takes a shower uh, maybe every two days. And I'm thinking, oh, God. I feel like if you're not ex- someone that doesn't exercise, you could maybe get away with every other day. Yeah, he's got to hold real still. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go outside. Once or twice a week. What in the world? I, I, I don't know. I did a little shopping over the weekend. The amount of people that I had to stand in line behind that I was just like... Smelly? Oh my gosh, don't you... 
you don't pick that up at all? Yeah. Yeah, How, some, when did you? There's some stench out there. I wear dirty clothes you. all the time, and I don't smell that way. I saw one of my favorite gay influencers. His name's Carlson <laughs> Lawson. On we used to play him uh, a couple times for audio. He did a video the other day, and he's like, you know, I'm out running right now, and he's like, I'm sick and tired of you guys having bo. He's like, I understand you're out for a run, but that's not sweat smell. That's anti-hygiene, like you're yeah. not washing yourself properly Absolutely. smell. It's curdled and funk. And he's like, and you guys out here acting like you, d-. he's like, get yourself some deodorant and get the bad kind, the bad's bad for you with the aluminum in it. I'm sick of you guys <laughs> thinking that you can rub lavender under your armpits and not stink. You need the aluminum. It's like going off on people for smelling. But yeah. if you go to the theme parks. I used to do a drop of olive oil in my armpit. I think it really helps. Well, you use a. Well, do you remember, oh, I had an issue over the last three months where my left armpit smelled because I don't use deodorant. Yeah, Just the it's left? gone. Yeah, I'll have like one side that's worse than the other. Yes, but, I, but I never have any BO from my armpit, so I don't use deodorant because I hate all the chemicals. Okay. Then I started using some natural stuff, but I stopped that too. You're the it's one gone. that rubs the basil leaves under your armpits. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a, it's a combination of old bay, basil, bay leaves, and uh, <laughs> no, don't forget the adobo <laughs> and the adobo. Yes, sprinkle it in. But there. shockingly, you never smell. I, no, he's he gone. Doesn't. I don't know what I was eating or it, what's it going on. It might have been your diet and coming out through your... There's nothing I was eating. Maybe, I don't know, chocolate ice cream? That's, I stopped. No, that. I feel like it would have been something more acidic, right? I, know, I don't know. It's gone. It's, it stopped. So now your left armpit no nothing longer smells. smells. Nope, nothing smells. What was it? Are you having curry? I don't know. No. Oh, curry. The curry. Oh, oh that, curry sweat the curry is the worst. Sweat is, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to <laughs> take New, New Jersey Transit to yeah. New York all the time, and man. Whew. I've never had the curry sweats. What about what the meat sweats? About? A lot of Indian scientists in New York. What? The meat sweats? You ever go to Texas Day, Brazil? Oh, you start to eat like, so much meat. Too much? You're just like, Ugh. and it's just that meat goo just coming out of every pore. And <laughs> I you never just smelled like old beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Never smelled like old beef. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So Halloween is next week. It's actually a week from tomorrow. Oh, jeez. And I know. And this is the weird thing. I read this the other day. Oh, you were reading an article. I was out riding my motorcycle. All right, hooray. <laughs> thought I'd get that out of the way. <laughs> so the actors that are still on strike or the studios that are still on strike, get this. The actors have been given a warning. So if they're going to dress up for Halloween, I don't know if this pertains to their children or just them. They're being asked not to dress up as a character from a movie that's owned by a studio that they're striking against. Put it this way. If I have the suit, I'm wearing it. <laughs> You've got to be kidding no, me. No, they sent out a warning. For real? This is yes. a real story? No, Who's going to go around and check? Yeah, they were like, uh, if the studio is striking against you know such and such studio and they made this movie, you can't dress up as that character. Why? Because it's an insult? I guess like a solidarity thing. So now, if they want to dress up for Halloween, they have, going to, as Oprah. they have to go to somewhere special. Are you a striking actor and need a Halloween costume that won't violate your oppressive union guidelines? Then shop at the SAG-AFTRA Costume Warehouse. Do you have Barbie costumes? What? No, that's Warner Brothers, and they're the enemy. The union would rather you choose costumes inspired by generalized characters. Oh, like a ghost? Ghost? The Demi Moore film from 1990 distributed by Paramount? Is it okay to be a zombie? No, every other show on AMC is about zombies. How about this spider costume? Cool. I could be a Spider-Man. Uh, actually, scratch that. How about dressing up as the most terrifying thing imaginable? Fran Drescher's voice? No, I'm talking about scab costumes. Aisle 7. You may be on strike, but you can still act like this costume mandate makes sense. At the SAG-AFTRA Costume Warehouse. 
I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy Talk, Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. And the world is brought to you by Farrah and Farrah. That's the Sunny Update. Okay, we got some... I wish we had some really, really happy stuff, but we don't because there's a lot of bad things happening in the world this morning. But uh, here's the latest with Israel. So Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin announced U.S. Department of Defense's plan on Saturday evening to further bolster regional deterrence efforts in the Middle East amid the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. Um, This reminds me of when Biden, he's the Secretary of Defense, by the way, Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, the, you know, it's like, that's, he's the guy. Yeah. He's the dude. He's the dude. Which reminds me that uh, Biden forgot his name. Uh, when he was talking about something just a few months ago. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Okay. We're, in the, we're probably in the most dangerous part of our existence thus far, next to World War II in this country, and he's in charge. That guy over there, the guy who runs the outfit over there, you know, the tire changing place down the road. <laughs> and, and what kills me is last week we had the most major of major news organizations, 60 Minutes, and their lead anchor, Scott Pelly. Mm-hmm. You don't question Scott Pelly. He's got gray hair and his face is permanently serious. Scott never smiles. No. He's very, he's very serious. You had Scott Pelly excuse. Uh, Biden for his stutter. Then I got a little complaint. Somebody said, how dare you make fun of people with a stutter? I wasn't making fun of people with a stutter. I was making the fact that this isn't a stutter. No, they were trying to blame his incoherence on the stutter, which wasn't even the reason why. Yeah, Scott Pelly got out there and said, and I had... Where, where? Play Scott Pelly. That's the one, yeah. I had... That's not it. Okay. Well, anyway, Scott Pelly said, well, you know, uh, every time... Uh, President Biden is faced with so much, uh, you know, turmoil. He his old stutter comes back. There's no stutter. And what's he faced with? Doesn't he quit working at 11:45? It, it's it's senility. And he's in charge of this country right now, and we're facing some really really bad people right it's now. It's scary out there. But uh, Thursday, Biden got out there. In recent years, too much hate has given too much oxygen, fueling racism, the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia, right here in America. There was no stutter. There was nothing. There was uh, probably Adderall and about 10 minutes of performance there that was uh, drug-induced. You think they pumped him full of stuff? They have to. He sounded more coherent than usual. Yeah. It's also intensified in the wake of recent events that led to the horrific threats and attacks that both shock us and break our hearts. On October 7th, terror attacks have triggered deep scars and terrible memories in the Jewish community. Today, Jewish families worried about being targeted in school, wearing symbols of their face walking down the street, or going out about their daily lives. Wearing symbols of their face walking down the street? What? Singing, do I diddy, diddy dum, diddy do? Yeah, that's not a stutter. That's, that's, he's done. He's done, he's done. He went to the beach after that. What? Yeah, no, I... Did you see that? Yeah, somebody... Who was it? I forget somebody... I think it was 50 Cent. 50 Cent posted a photo of him laying on, on you know, under an umbrella, falling asleep in a chair on the beach. Stop. And he's like, get up! 
We're about 10 <laughs> seconds away from World War III. He does a speech for 10 minutes and goes to the beach. Okay. No, dead serious, dead serious. And I had Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to get to. Okay, for some reason, I lost to Scott Pelley, but Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes said, no, that's all this problem he's got is a stutter. It's not a stutter. So I found a clip. This was totally by accident, and I've never heard it before. I don't know exactly when it was, but this is Biden talking about the allegations that he wants to embrace that he has a stutter. I'm beginning to think he never had a stutter in the first place. I'm beginning to think when they st- when he started campaigning, remember when he was campaigning for president? Yeah. And the, the hairy legs and the crazy things he would say, and, and then he would go off and mumble a little bit. Remember when he forgot? Um, you know the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking they labeled him as having a stutter to cover for all that kind of stuff. Well, here he is talking about his stutter. And I had trouble talking until I was well into high school. That's bull crap. That's acting. You hear that? That's my, 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 Sharona. Listen. And I had trouble. That's a... That's fake. Stutter. He's faking it. They gave him the label to cover all his slurring and all his inconsistencies and all his the stupid things he says. And they said, but Joe, go with the stutter thing. People believe that one. And I had tr- 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 trouble. That's f- acting. If you've heard or ever known anyone that actually has a stutter, it's not that. See how, see how almost melodic that was and it was all even a stutter is like you're trying to force yourself to get out of it like you're almost stuck in the stutter and you have to it's a struggle it's horrible feeling and that's not it right there and I had trouble that sounds fake of course it's fake I had trouble and then you got Scott Pelley out there making excuses for him and a fake thing he's got. When he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. Then tired? I, then I started going back, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe I'm on to something here. I went back to 1991. And if there was ever anything that was going to tip the balance were it to be tipped in terms of a vigorous and hostile reaction, I don't mean military. Does that sound like a guy that stutters to you? And then I started looking back, and I looked back when he was senator, the whole 50,000 years. Not once did now, he stutter. I can't find him stuttering anywhere. I think they made this whole thing up to cover for him when he says stupid crap. When he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. Just my opinion. Now, could it be, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, could it be that he had the stutter when he was younger, like a young boy? Maybe. Overcame it, and then when you get older, like in cognitive decline, it comes back. I'm just asking. Yeah, but it hasn't come back. He's 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 senile now. What he's saying is not a stutter. When I'm he- aware. Yeah, he's very. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying, could the argument from the other side? Oh be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the sure. reason you didn't find any stutter when he was younger is because you know he had overcome that for for you know a period of time. Yeah. And he was in a, a healthy space then, and now that he's older and declining again, it's coming back. I'm just wondering if that's what the other side's argument is going to be. All right. Yeah, could be. What's scary now is, listen, he needs to, uh, I don't know, the thing with Ukraine, right? It's like 43% support in the U.S. now. It used to be like something like 67, 70%, you know, people were like, yeah, we got to, you know, remember everybody with the Ukraine well, flags? I think after we gave them $200 billion and Zelensky was like, I want more! People were like, okay, relax. Yeah, but it's, it's causing a lot of issues here, though. I mean, see the size of stuff? It's so small. 
What are you talking about? Shrinkflation. Oh, 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 oh. So, All that money that we hand out, that we print to hand out and borrow to hand out because we don't have it. So let me let me uh, let me translate. Let me decipher what's going on here. And this is another thing. I had a very uh, calm weekend. I get when I'm calm, I can I see these things. I like. Okay. It's not Halloween stuff. I'm talking about. I'm listening to Biden from Thursday when he's doing a speech, and I go, "Aha!" Because of the declining support for the Ukraine war, he tied Israel. I'm sure he didn't think of it. I'm sure his people thought of it. He tied Israel to the Ukraine war. So if you support the Israel thing, because he knows right now everybody's passionate about this, uh-huh. you know, so he's thinking, well, if I could somehow tie the Ukraine and make them realize this is all one, then they'll be supportive of my hundred billion. I mean, what is he asking for? I thought it was a hundred billion, a hundred million. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll look it up for you. Look it up. See how much it is. But it's a lot. It's always a lot. It's, it's more money than any of us have. Put we it that way. Yeah, we don't have the money, but he's doing it. So here he is. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilate it. Hamas, to state of purpose for existing, is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. Hun- yeah. uh, Biden asks uh, for $106 billion for Ukraine and Israel. Holy crap. Ukraine's not okay. a democracy. So anyway. Um, They're yeah. not even voting. These, this whole thing, that's not true. That There's no, there's no comparison. Hamas wants to extend. They want to extinguish Jewish people. I mean, they don't want Jewish people walking the face of the earth a la Adolf Hitler. They don't want them on the planet, okay? Russia just wants Ukraine for a number of reasons, strategic, uh, mineral-wise, historical mostly, because Putin's got an enormous ego, as we all know. I mean, there's no comparison, but he's trying to tie it together so you'll go, oh, yeah, let's spend another $106 we don't have. Meanwhile... Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, he told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well, military support for Ukraine would have, quote, a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. Okay, we just had Israel, October 7th, a week ago, from when he's speaking, Attacked civilians, kills babies, beheaded, uh, people burnt in their cars with their families, and he's talking about Ukraine. If you if you parse up his speech, the large percentage of it is Ukraine. What gives here? Why is it that's so important to him that he speaks about that more mm-hmm. than he speaks about what's going on now in the Middle East? It's insanity. It's crazy. Is it me? I'm like, th- no. He's trying to tie it together so you'll you know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there because that's so much money. And what 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 don't we? Do, is there no benefit to us for that? No, no as a I mean, country, I, like where do where is there, the, there's 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 um, idealistic benefits to it? Like yeah, you know, we'd like to deplete Russia of all its ammo and its and its might, whatever it has left of it. We just annihilated it. Yeah, at we're depleting tank. ourselves at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, a lot it's of like money. you're trying to like drain Russia, but at what cost to yourself? No, we've drained our ammo reserves. We've drained our reserves. We have uh, we're in we're in debt thirty three trillion, and we're given that we're asking for another hundred and six billion. Like, where do you get that? Who are you asking for right. that from? That anyway, should concern all of us. Actually, who back, do we borrow that from? Back to Lloyd Austin said that the warships. There's a third uh, armada, whatever you call it, uh, another uh, aircraft carrier. 
group going out there. It's going to be three now. Whoa. To further increase our force posture and strengthen our capabilities and ability to respond in case it's needed. That's what Lloyd Austin said. So this could escalate really, really quick. Mm. We are going to go into the Gaza Strip. We will embark on a professional operational mission to destroy Hamas operatives and Hamas infrastructure. And we will have in our mind the memories of the images and those who fell on Saturday two weeks ago. That was the uh, top general on Saturday talking to the troops because they're about to, about to launch their, uh, their ground attack. Uh, Lucas Tomlinson in Tel Aviv on the latest in the Hamas war. Since the beginning of the war two weeks ago, the IDF says Hamas has had 550 failed rocket launches that landed inside the Gaza Strip, not Israel. And that included the deadly misfire that hit a parking lot near a hospital earlier this week. Yeah, they're saying that a good percentage, half of the rockets that, that Hamas is launching out of uh, Gaza is hitting their own civilians. Why? So, I mean, that was what that, that hospital was all about last week. But uh, they're also making discoveries at the morgues. This is an Israeli arm, army base. We went to a morgue at an Israeli army base where some of the 1,400 Israelis killed by Hamas have been taken. An army reservist told us some of the bodies arrived booby-trapped. Babies mm -hmm. had their heads cut off. She said she never thought she'd see atrocities worse than the Holocaust until now. A warning to our viewers, this is graphic. We've seen evidence of rape that is so cruel that pelvises were broken, bones were broken, probably takes a lot to break a pelvis, um, legs were broken, and this is grandmothers down to children. The one body that came in, they thought it was one body, and only when they took a CT did they see two spines, and they saw, they were able to see that these were a mother and a child locked in an embrace. Is that the most awful thing you've ever heard? This, this just, I'm telling you. This is, there's no question about it, you know, what side, there's not even a side to pick. I mean, you know, it's um, Fox News's Jonathan Hunt um, was talking about the hospital that was hit and they done a little investigating. Do you know that, I didn't know that, I mean, I should have known this, but there's, they can get a record of you make, they, they have your phone calls recorded. I don't know who's got them or how that happens or anything, but for them to, discover this phone call between two Hamas leaders talking about the strike on the hospital, the one that we thought Israel did. Remember the first two days, Monday and Tuesday, was like, Israel hit a hospital, killed 500 kids. Yeah. Then it turned out it wasn't 500 kids. Then it turned out it wasn't the hospital. It was the parking lot next door. They have a call between two Hamas leadership talking about the misfire of the rocket from the Islamic Jihad. Israel says this had nothing to do with them and has offered video and audio evidence that Israeli officials say prove this was a rocket fired by Islamic Jihad in Gaza. They say the rocket malfunctioned and fell directly onto the hospital, still fully loaded with fuel, that rocket, because it had not traveled far. And that, Israelis say, is what sparked the huge explosion that we have seen quite clearly. Israel also released what officials say is audio of a conversation between Hamas and Islamic Jihad members discussing in Arabic, of course, the alleged misfire. Listen here. All right, I'll translate here. But God bless it, could have found another place to explode. Then this guy's talking to says... Never mind, then he says his name. They shot it from the cemetery behind the hospital. 
So the missile was shot from the cemetery behind the hospital, he says. Now the other guy responds, what? The shot is coming from the cemetery behind Ali Hospital. He's telling the other guy. The, the, uh, so Islamic, he knows it didn't come from Israel. The Islamic Jihad guy is telling the guy from Hamas that the missile came from a cemetery behind the hospital. And the, the Hamas guy is stunned. He goes, what? The shot it coming, I'm translating from what I best, best I can. The shot it coming from the cemetery at Ali Hospital. It missed fire and fell on them. The Hamas guy says, there's a cemetery behind the hospital? Yes, Ali Amaldin is the exact compound where the hospital is and the cemetery is directly behind it. So they had the phone call between Hamas and Islamic Jihad who fired the missile and Islamic Jihad is telling Hamas where the missile came from, how it misfired, where it landed. Huh. But yes, we have Talib Rashid What's-Her-Face out there still saying that Israel fired the missile and killed everybody in the hospital when the hospital didn't get hit at all. I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. They, they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this just continue to happen. No. So, Wasn't she like debriefed before that and told that the missile did not come from Israel? She was she was debriefed, and I bet you anything she probably heard this call. So they have a call between the two terrorist groups discussing the missile that misfired and hit the parking lot next to the hospital. And she goes out there and goes, "Oh wait, that doesn't fit what I was going to say, so I'm just going to no. say it anyway." She's going to say it anyway. She got a crowd riled up. I said it last week. If anybody in that crowd goes out and does a you know shooting somewhere of some Jewish synagogue, yeah. You know, she's going to be held. She has to be held responsible. She's inciting violence. There was a big uh, protest downtown or in Orlando in front of the courthouse on Friday. I had to go downtown. I never go downtown, but I had to go downtown to pick something up. And there were like 30 cops on bikes. I'm like, what's going on? And then I looked to my left. I was at that red light where it's like the courthouse is catty corner to your right and Dr. Phillips is on your left. Um, and I think I was on or- Orange Avenue. And um, I see all these girls to my left and I'm like where are they going and they were all dressed up and I'm like what are they wearing and I realized they all had Palestinian flags around their necks oh boy and then they were walking across the street to go to the courthouse and there was like a zillion cops I was like oh boy so we got a lot of stuff going on right now we have congress congress people people in our own government denying that it's happening and telling other people an enormous lie about what happened and there's violence that comes from it they're still she's still serving I don't know how. I don't know how Elon Omar is either. And AOC. AOC was calling for an immediate ceasefire. They all hate America. All three of them. It's, it's, it's just crazy. All right, so Halloween is just a few days away now. That's right. Where are you going to Halloween? Uh, north of here, Live Oak. Yeah, you're not going to be here. Are you going for a Halloween thing? Yeah, it's a large party. It's a good time. Is it in the woods? Yes, it is. Much to your chagrin. <laughs> But fortunately, I don't invite you guys to that fun stuff. So. No, I wouldn't go. No, me neither. I don't do woods. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have a pool and stuff. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, are you, is this, you need, you need some time. It's just to get relaxed. You go out in the woods to relax. Yeah, I do this every year. It's because I, I do have to bring something up that, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, management was like, you got to talk to him. 
About what? You got a call last week and the guy got you a little pissed off and you told him you're going to meet him in the parking lot? <laughs> remember that? No, remember that. he was very insulting to me. And? Uh, he was complaining about something. He's like, I can't believe you guys would say that. You know, it's kind of hypocritical. You got a bunch of Trump supporters, you know, based on how you guys live. And what did like, you well, say? We're not like huge Trump supporters, one. But two, you don't have any idea how we live, buddy. Not a clue, but you're more than welcome to come to the parking lot and find out. You didn't say that. Yeah, I did. Stop. What yeah. was I supposed to say? You're right. Thank you're you right. I'm your- sorry. Thank you for your comment. I'll take it under no, advisement. No, no, you don't have to say, you know, you work for me. You don't have to say you're sorry. PSF your mom and hang up on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I mean, people always want to act hard on the phone. It's like, but nobody would say that stuff to your face, and yeah. I invite them to come down and do so. So I did you? See. Did you get? Did he get in trouble? No, I mean, I, I, I just. You don't care. I know. This but. was. This is the only repercussion. I told him. I told you. It made you aware of it. Just kind of yeah, like, he's, tone, he's tone like, it down just a little bit, maybe next time. You know, because nice. it, it, well, I mean, if you're gonna be yeah. a jerk, I'll respond that way. It's called right. giving what you're giving what you get. Yeah, yeah you but know? we're in a business, and it's called customer service for a reason. You, you know? need a customer. What's he buying? <laughs> <laughs> Want to pretend to be a tough guy like Smokestack? Then you need the Smokestack Customer Service Action Figure. When someone complains, just pull the string and let Smokestack set them straight. Look, if you don't like it, just meet me in the parking lot. The Smokestack Customer Service Action Figure is just like G.I. Joe. If G.I. Joe didn't have a kung fu grip and was kind of an asshole. Do you just call me an asshole? You want to meet me in the parking lot? Smokestack customer service action figures come with everything you see here. A short temper, a shifty attitude, and a whole bunch of empty threats. You think I have a bad attitude? Yeah, well... We know, we know. Meet you in the parking lot? Yeah, meet me in the parking lot. The Smokestack customer service action figure. Meet me in the parking lot. Parking lot sold separately. The Sunny Update. Rick Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. I think I pulled something when I went to get up out of my chair earlier. I feel like I'm 100 years old sometimes. Do you ever do that where it's like in your... Oh, I don't have to do anything. I could just be thinking about something really hard and hurt my back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I was thinking too hard. I feel like when you're younger... You can like drop it like a tot at the club and go down and pop up and your knees, nothing happens. Nothing. You're like, oh, so young, youth, it's amazing. And now it's like you go to breathe wrong and you pinch a nerve and right. your shoulder blade. Yeah, if I went to the club now and I had to have two people to help me up each time, <laughs> that'd be a lot of work. I told you how I pulled a muscle in my back, put on a sport jacket. Yes. Wow. That's bad, man. It happens. My husband went to, I, I wasn't even kidding, went to get up off of the couch, just like, you know how you put your hands on your knees and you get up off the couch and pull something in his back. I was wow. like, welcome to my world. Here's other signs you might be getting old. They're saying that if you dance with your hands in the air, it's the biggest sign that you're getting old. Why? I like my to dance with my hands in the air and wave like them like I just don't care. Where are you supposed to put them? I don't know, in your pockets. Down <laughs> so people can't smell your armpits. I try to do the dances they do on like the candy commercials, but oh. I can't try. Yeah, Gen Zers say they don't dance like that. Well, I don't think they dance, but... Who cares how you dance? Right, if you're having fun, I'm not one of those people, because I used to go to the dance clubs all the time, because I love to dance. To dance. But I never was one of those that would make fun of someone for dancing. Right. If someone's like, oh my God, look at how they dance. I'm like, they are living their best life, having a good time. Leave them alone. They're out here dancing, having fun. Why criticize them, right? Maybe you could talk to your mother-in-law and talk her into that little philosophy. (laughs) You stop. That was five years ago. Was it that long ago? Yes. She hates me. She does not hate you. She, she actually does. loves you, and she loves the show. Uh, she can't stand me. 
who walks a half a football field to come over and insult you. What did she say to you again? I don't remember. So what did she say? You can't dance? cubano. Como es? What was she saying? You can't she dance? She was saying, that, yeah, something like that or something or <laughs> you dance funny. I don't know. <laughs> She hates me. But here is a little... I'm okay with it. You're fine with it. I know. Um, here's a little idea of what it's like, and I can totally relate to this, to get older from your 30s, 20s, 30s, 40s. There's a progression. I miss being young. Your 20s are great. You're down for whatever. Your friends call you. They're like, do you want to go? You're like, I'll go. You don't even know where you're going. You're like, I'll move, dude. I'm, I'll set my apartment on fire. What do you want to do? Your 30s come, and you're like, where are we going? How late are they open? Is it loud? I'm going to drive separate. Your 40s, you're like, I'm not going. I'm you thought I would go. <laughs> that's wow, so that's, that, he didn't go past that? I think that's where he stopped, yeah. I feel like we're, we're, you're at, at that point. But 40, yeah, 40's not old. No, not old, but you definitely do. We just talked about this a little while ago, how I get happy if I'm not invited to something because I feel like I dodged a bullet. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, okay, I didn't have to come up with a reason of why we can't go. Yeah, my wife has stopped time vampiring. Oh, she likes to do that to you on the weekend? No, 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 no. no she used to. She doesn't anymore. I think she's she's catching up with me. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't want to do it either. Right. Right. So, but but before she wouldn't admit it. Before Do it was you? like, let's go with people. Gonna we're just anti-social. I mean, I'm anti-social too, but we gotta go. I was like, no. Do you ever panic in the moment? Like, if someone texts you. Or oh God, emails yeah. you and says, hey, do you want to do this thing? It gives you time to come up with why you can't, right? But do you ever have No, a, I just don't answer. Do you have a panic in the moment if someone asks you face-to-face? And they're like, hey, man, we should get together Friday. What are you doing? It'd no, be I say no now. And it's, I have, I'm, I'm sure it's on, the look is on my face, I but I have to panic lie. So now I got to come up with something oh, in no, my I head of why I can't up. go with you. Oh, no. you, you pull your phone up and go to the counter and go, I don't think I have a, uh, and then trail off. <laughs> <laughs> just walk away. They'll get annoyed because you keep checking your phone. You're like, I thought I had a thing. No, I don't even. I say no. It's it's freeing. It really is. Hey, Rick, we're gonna go over see so and so a Friday night at uh, it's, it's a nine o'clock. They'll probably be on stage by midnight. No, nah, I can't. Why? I don't because, want to. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they look at me like you're supposed to make up a lie, and I'm like, no, not gonna do that Aren't either. Are you coming to so and so's birthday? Nope. I don't know. No, you no. had a birthdays last year. It's Did you enough. get him a gift? <laughs> no, I just didn't. No, know. they don't even. Get, I don't ever get that far. And then it never fails that the one time you are out. Like Harold and I went to dinner one night. You get and spotted by somebody who invited you out that same night. No, no, no. I would never. <laughs> oh, that would be mortifying. No, Harold and I were out for dinner, and we had like all this energy. And after dinner, I'm like, should we go out somewhere else? Like, should we go stop number two for drinks? And we're like, yeah, yeah it's let's always see, a mistake. Let's see what so and so is doing. And you text the people that constantly ask you to do stuff, and they're like, I'm oh, I'm, uh, yeah, we're staying in tonight, or oh, we have this, or oh, we have. It's like y'all are always up my butt to do stuff, and the right. night I finally call you. Nowhere to be found. Yeah, but sometimes it's nice that we don't feel as bad saying no the next time. Yeah, I know. But I will. Rick doesn't do this, but I will. Uh, I'll guilt cave every so often and go, okay, they've asked us six times. We can't just keep saying no. we got to no, eventually throw no, up on and go it. once. Then then that buys us another six times of saying no if I we try, go one time. No, i got people that have been 20 times have asked me, and I'm like, really? Yeah, can't. No, not this time. Are nah, you not actually happen. friends with them, though? Yeah, they I'm just- friends with them. Yeah, I mean, if, if friends means I have to hang out with them, <laughs> you're dreaming, buddy. I'm late for everything. I still get invited. 
Yeah. You know, nobody's like, he's never on time. Just I'm don't. I'm not going to invite him. It is like pulling teeth to even get you to come over. I think you come to my house oh, once a like year. You come over. When you went to the diner once, I've been asking you. Everybody's asking about you. This weekend, somebody asked Friday, when's yeah. Jill coming? When's Jill coming? And neither one of you been to my house. No, they gave up with Smokestack. They don't even you ask about him You didn't even go anymore. the time no, I went. I went without him. Yeah, no, they're always asking. Yeah, I've been coming? to the diner way more times than you, Jill. Yeah, but not when you had it. Yeah, when? Just to get free uh, food, not to do stuff. I did two paint by numbers. I've done two Thanksgivings. <laughs> And no, it's I funny, always since you got your raise, you haven't been up there. I always throw out money. <laughs> I love that. Rick just tucks it conveniently back in my to-go box. Uh-huh. I actually very much enjoy going to your diner. Oh, I met fans of ours the other day at the firehouse when I went to the the firehouse thing. Right. And fans this, of ours or fans of yours? All, all, all three of ours. This lady <laughs> comes up to me and hugs me. And I was like, oh, hey. And she's like, you don't know me. <laughs> and I was like, that's okay. And she listens to the show and she loves you guys. And they were asking me about the diner. They want to go up there. So I was talking you up. I said, it's actually so much fun there and the food's excellent. I've been there. It's good. <laughs> Rick will even feed yeah. it to you and by if the you way, ask him. While we're at it, I want to say hi to, uh, I, I, I didn't get their names, forgive me, but up in Ormond Beach, I was going to Bike Week. Yeah. Went up, uh, what is it, Route 1, US 1. What's where the You're beach? You're asking the wrong person. A1, 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 A1. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You don't, you don't even go to the coast. <laughs> no, the land ends there. What's the point of going there? I is love the beach. beach road. The beach road? Yeah. <laughs> so I go up there and there's a place called Hot Dog Hut. You, if you sneeze, you'll pass it. Mm-hmm. It's on in Ormond on uh, Ormond by the shore. Yeah, it's New York. They have sabrats. You send they me have a sabrats in dirty water. Love it. That's... And you get the sauerkraut and everything. Yep. They send you a pic. You did. I love. Oh it. my God, you got to go there. This old couple. They're from. Okay, the young old couple is from. Uh, I think they're from Paramus, New Jersey. That's or somewhere where we were from. I was, yeah. yeah. So I used to go to the Paramus Mall when I was younger. Yeah, the Paramus Park Mall. And, yeah, so de- definitely, if you go up to Ormond by the Sea, you have to stop at okay. Hot Dog Hut. That's awesome. It's got a big pink hot dog that looks like something else <laughs> flailing outside, one of those things with a fan. So you sent me the picture of your hot dog and the Sabrette's umbrella, which is, if you're from up north, that's like the mecca of The hot, hot dog dogs. popped in my mouth. It's the dirty water hot dogs. They got that snap. <laughs> that snap, man. You can't get that anywhere. And you do- That's what she said. Mustard and sauerkraut. It yeah. looked like you had red onions on there too. Oh uh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the, I used to always yeah. get mustard and onions on yeah. it. That's oh, what it was I'd great. Get. And it's, yeah. Um, I was so happy for you. I was like, oh, look I at Rick enjoying his It was soul cleansing. Yeah, and usually Sundays he's like, oh, did you see this terror all over the world? <laughs> that and was he just sad. sends you a million stories. <laughs> that was Saturday. My favorite is when Rick will do it. Sometimes it's nine or ten o'clock at night, and Smoke will be like. You know it's Saturday, right? <laughs> Go enjoy something. Yeah, no, it's it's nice to see him out and about like, hey, look, I went outside. I'm enjoying myself and trying my best not to think about work. Yeah, no, you. I was very proud of you this weekend. I was yeah, happy for you. you. I was happy yeah. for you. Hey, do you ever watch something that Angie wants to watch on streaming just because she watches it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was good at the, at the beginning. What's that guy who's the vampire? He's the devil. Um, that was a Lucifer. great non-committal Lucifer. Answer. Lucifer's excellent. It was show. great. It was great at the beginning, and now I realize she's watching him for his abs and not. You know, well, they're all good looking. The whole, everyone in the show is pretty. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm bored of it. They said twenty-five uh, percent so of adults will watch something that their significant other wants to watch on streaming simply because. Like, they watch the show because their significant other watches the show. Well, I'm another here, and I'm significant to you guys. you got to watch Invasion. I watched the first show. Okay. It's really good. What's it on? It's on Apple TV. Okay. Invasion. Oh, I don't have that. What was the one you told me about? You told me. He runs up to me Apple Thursday, TV. and he goes, oh, my God, you got to watch the show. It's the greatest show ever. It's a blah, 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 blah. And then I asked him Saturday. I go, what show is it? 
and he couldn't. He I don't. I don't remember. Doesn't remember. Oh, I don't have Apple TV, so it's not. That no, no, one. no. It's, it's not Apple TV. You told me you've got to watch this. You were standing in the hallway. I can't remember what it was. I because if I watch TV, it's like four episodes all at once in one night, and then I wake up. I'm like, holy cow, that was incredible, and then I don't have time to watch it ever again. We yeah, it happens. We started the new season of American Horror Story. It's, it's interesting. still on? Yeah, they got a whole new season. Holy crap. What is it, season 50,000? Mm. Yeah, I had to quit after the circus one with the lobster hand guy. That was <laughs> that the most messed right up there. season I've ever watched in my entire life. That that screwed me up mentally, yep, that season. I was all done after that. The clown. Really? I, I, I was see Twisty it. the Clown. Oh, it's, I can't even go into it on the air. It's so bad. Really? I the, don't the, watch the, it. The Siamese Twins. Worse than uh, Black Mirror? Um, um, not in the same way, but it's gotcha. awful. It's twisted. That that specific season was super twisted. They're all kind of twisted, but the that one was... I'm watching now is very Rosemary's Baby-ish. Um, oh. But it's interesting. Um, let's see. Here's some things that guys do that they don't admit that they do, but every all guy right. does this. So I'm going to see if you actually do these, okay? All right. Now, according to this, yes, this is on Reddit. Hold your disgust. Uh, it says every guy does this, but might not admit to it. Okay. Um, you daydream about insane scenarios that will never happen where you're the main hero, hero that swoops in and saves the day. Uh, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. My back hurts. Uh, do you try to clean the toilet bowl with your pee stream? Yes. No. <laughs> um, okay. Who does that? You've Smokes never that, tried? apparently. No. Do you it's do... Worth the effort. A little knee bend stretch to get your cojones unstuck from whatever position they oh, magically yeah, align yeah. themselves yeah, on a in. Hot day that you just like Velcro to your leg. You're like, well, I got that vent on the left side of the car strategically pointed on my shorts. Oh, dude, when that thing hits, yes, it's I had like a buddy a, get one of those. Uh, it's like a it? cold milkshake at McDonald's, isn't it? It's really great. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? I did. The new Infinity SUVs have air-conditioned seats. That's I awesome. Know. Oh, my gosh. That is the, a game changer. Yeah, but it's not the same. It feels like you pee yourself. Yeah, to a degree, but you're cool and dry. Yeah, a little bit. How about this? Do you ever sneak a peek at someone's cleavage? Yeah, I, probably. I mean, you know. Um, do you ever pick your nose more often than Absolutely. you'd like to admit? Especially when it's a dry piece. Oh, oh yeah. It's the best. You fling it out the car window. Pulls a hair with it. It's great. <laughs> Do you ever see a really hot girl and then in a, in a second you imagine your entire life with that girl? <laughs> Not lately, no. Okay. Pee in the shower. Everybody pees in the yeah. shower. Um... Let's see. If you're single, do you have feelings or an attraction to almost every female friend you have? No. Uh, this one I do, and I'm not a dude. I kick the ice cubes under the fridge when it falls out of the ice maker. <laughs> no, I give it to the cats. Do you? Yeah, I just kick it towards the cats. My ice machine, it does, it'll does. it either give you one cube or it'll give you 20. 20 of them, right. Yeah. <laughs> pick it up and There's put it in the drink. No in between. <laughs> I just I either throw it in the sink or I'm like, eh, and I kick it under the fridge. Um I don't know if I can read this last one. Oh, God. what Let me is go it? Go look at it. Is it heinous? That every man has tucked. Oh, back oh, uh, that's the not true. No, that's not true at all. You've never done that. No, who no. made this crap up? I don't know. That's what it says. This is so not true. No, never heard of that. this before in my life. You've never done that. Never. Nobody. No. I swear. Nobody I would tell you. Okay. It's yeah. very. Uh, it's very. Uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Who would do that? Who does that? According to this survey, every guy's done it at least once. Nobody no. said that. Never. Never have done that ever, ever, ever. Have you done it? No one said that. Who said that? No. All right. And finally, uh, Rolling Stones, they're back out on tour again. God Ugh. love them. 
I don't know where they get their energy from. What is? What are they doing that we're not? Because I'm 47 and I'm Cocaine tired. Is a hell of a drug. <laughs> no, do you think they're still doing drugs? No, I know I mean, Keith Richards says he's not. If he's I was that old and rich, what's stopping me? Yeah, but are, when does it get to the point where you're just walking out on stage and someone props you up with a dolly and you stay well, there? Well, Phil Mariah Carey. Phil Collins, what about him? Where they bring him out and he sits down in the chair the whole time. That's pretty really? awful. Yeah. He doesn't even like music anymore. No, it's because his ears. He does not even like it. He couldn't stand it. Oh, okay. Does that, make any, does that make it clear? So I had to do a little bit of research, but I found out where the Rolling Stones get all their like energy and longevity. They actually just came out with their own brand of senior vitamins. What? Get out of here. You serious? Mm-hmm. You can't always get what you want, but you can get a healthy lifestyle. New from the makers of Flintstones Kids Chewables, it's Rolling Stone Senior Gummables. What? It's a beast of burden getting older, but you can still ride wild horses with Rolling Stone Senior Gummables. I went from Rolling Stones to Kidney Stones, <laughs> but with their Senior Gummables, I rock and roll, and I like it. If you want to strut like Mick Jagger and somehow not die like Keith Richards, do something for your health before it's all over now. I went from feeling like dead flowers to a honky-tonk woman. If you can't get no satisfaction from Centrum or Metamucil, then try Rolling Stone's Senior Gummables, and you'll be jumping like Jack Flash in no time. Start me up! I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk, (laughs) stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show. Somebody do something stupid! With Jill and Smokestack. So you're all aware of the Shark Ninja products. You got the blender that'll take a tree stump and make it into a new smoothie. I used to have the Shark uh, steamer vacuum thing that where you could steam like the grout on your bathroom floor. I had that too. I've had the Shark vacuum cleaners. You still have it? Uh, the steamer I still have. Let I me get it. I don't have it. What? Let me get it. What do you mean, let me get it? Let he he it. wants to use it. Yeah. Why do you want to use it? Oh, I for your new house. I have things to steam. Yeah. I have things to fabricate. <laughs> if you got an arc welder, I'll take one of those. <laughs> All right. Well, boy, he's getting domesticated quickly. Just wait until he moves into the house and there's stuff to fix. He's going to be borrowing all kinds of stuff. No, I got tools. I just need a place to put them. Oh, okay. So if you have a toolbox. Why don't you build one? <laughs> build a tool shed. I mean, I have the shed. I just need like a, I want oh, a nice gotcha. box to put all that. All right, back to the story. Uh, Shark Ninja has a new nonstick cookware. You've seen the commercials for it. And we'll throw in a second one for free. You've you, seen those. Yeah. You buy this pan today, I'll give you a dollar. Well, they're being sued because in the commercial, they claim that the pan can reach 30,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 30,000? Why would you want to cook anything at that temperature? They don't actually say that. What they say is it's uh, tough enough to withstand the heat from the sun. In other words, can be as hot as the sun, which is 30,000. Which is not true, obviously. Mm. Shark Ninja is the company best known for its shark products, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're being sued. Instead of making its pans a measly 900-degree temperature that sounds, you know, like normal, Shark Ninja says it heats up its cookware to a maximum of 30,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That process, according to Shark Ninja, fuses plasma ceramic particles to the surface of the pan, creating a super hard texture surface that interlocks with our exclusive coating for a superior bond. Why? 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 Why Why would they do this? Well, that's a lie. But every God, every advertisement lies now. Yeah. So they violated the law of physics and thermodynamics, and they're going to court. The class action lawsuit begins this week. I thought that was a, a, a like a big universal like physics law. I didn't know it was a law law. 
well. Well, I mean, there we do have false advertising laws. We just don't enforce them. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't that one guy just go after the fast food places? It's like, yeah, you showed me this big juicy cheeseburger, then you hand me just... There you go. Eat, eat that. <laughs> there's all kinds of crap out there. You know, the, 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 there's the skin moist, skin products are the worst. Oh, because they're like, you're going to look seven years younger. Yeah. According to who? Uses. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Those before and after photos where they change the lighting. I love those. Oh. Yeah, and the before photos, they yeah. like zoom in on their hideous pores. All right, and then the after photos, they give you that Diane Sawyer really soft lens. Right. Looks like somebody smeared Vaseline all over the camera. That's false advertising, but we don't seem to sue everybody for it. But hey, did you know that Rock Lobster, the B-52 song, is not just a song to dance to at fraternity parties? parties. Really? It's actually uh, a song written by uh, the guy who, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? What's it? Fred Schneider. Yeah. Ah. And it's about uh, vegetarianism. Oh, not killing the lobsters what? alive? Not killing the lobsters. Do you want to know they're about to pass a law because now they have deemed lobsters sentient beings and you can't uh, boil them alive anymore? Or they're gonna they're working on something to where you can't boil them alive anymore? How do you boil them? Dead, I guess. We just smack them over the head when you throw them. I have no idea. I just read that. We're not saying don't kill them. Just kill them a different <laughs> way. Are you gonna play the song or not? I can't tell you how many parties in my 20s I attended where this was the biggest song of the night. Oh, yeah, it's a great song. You jump up and down until the patio collapses and then you're in the newspaper the next morning. I can see jumping up and down to this song. This goes to prove that nobody listens to lyrics. Right. Ever. Fred Schneider swears the song is about being a vegetarian and he was trying to save the lobsters. In his own groovy way. And the guy, Ricky Wilson, one day walked in, said... This is the worst guitar riff I've ever written. What do you think, guys? Oh, I like it. Well, you're listening to the worst guitar riff ever written by Ricky well, I dig Wilson. It. Don't let it get you down, Ricky. Yeah, turns out it's one of their biggest hits. There you go. Sounds like a Halloween song to me. Yep. He's going to play it just because I asked him 200 <laughs> times to get it. All right, all right. <laughs> it's a good song. I yeah, dig it. I like it. Oh, gee. Is That's it safe? Fun. Yeah, I know. It's all right. Nestle. Nestle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nestle? <laughs> Nestle wants to make your weight loss journey a little sweeter. People oh. trying to lose weight are most likely trying to avoid chocolate to the best of their abilities. And with the craze around Ozempic and other weight loss drugs, more and more people are likely to stop adding candy to their carts. But Nestle announced Thursday that the company is working on companion products for weight loss. Drugs like Ozempic, Wegovia, yeah. and Manjaro. Those are like uh, generic brands of Ozempic. Or Nestle, Nestle CEO Mark Schneider, friends with Fred Schneider. <laughs> and Rob? Said that there is a uh, market for those products that will allow those on the appetite-suppressing drug to get the nutrients, minerals and nutrients. In other words, eat their stupid candy, okay? <laughs> huh. I love when they sugarcoat. Sorry. Wait, so it's, it's candy that pairs with this medication? Yeah, the companion products would also help to limit the loss of lean muscle mass and rapid weight gain, uh, or rapid regain of weight, especially since the drugs are permanent solutions, Schneider and not a permanent solution. Well, Does- these are for diabetes, though, right? Yeah, well, the the Wegovy or whatever it is, they they have made these because I have friends that are on it, 
I believe, I might have this wrong, but I do believe that because Ozempic is for diabetes. The side effect of Ozempic is you lose weight. So then people took whatever the component is in Ozempic and they make it, a, they use it so as a weight like, loss drug. So Mojambo or whatever it is, is a weight loss drug. Yeah. So uh, the question I have, and I don't, I guess I could easily ask my friends, but maybe there's a doctor that knows. If you're on this, say you take Ozempic or you take whatever, Wagyu beef, whatever it is, do you have to be on it forever? Like if you stop taking it, are you going to immediately gain weight back? Because That's I know it I've makes read. you well, not- Well, if you con- just don't change your behavior, yeah, you're going right. to gain all the weight back. Because the Ozempic, from what I understand, makes you not hungry. Remember, people on Ozempic, it's not that they're uh, eating right. They're cutting back the junk they already ate. Yeah. Because they're not hungry. So as soon as the Ozempic's gone, it's- Then the, they're hungry again. The other three quarters again. of the meal they normally wouldn't eat under Ozempic, they're putting down their gullet. And unhinging it. it so they could just drop it. So it's it. basically a way to make you ha- be in a calorie deficit, so you're eating less calories, but when that feeling goes away, then you're just going to eat more calories? Correct. Oh, well, then. Right. Has it got really bad side effects? Besides uh, the weight loss? Some people have reported side effects. Like, remember we did that whole story about the guy that woke up and he had pooped his pants? Oh, jeez. That's a rough day. <laughs> Ugh, At least you're skinny. <laughs> Is that part of it? This for all the lonely people Who think a sex doll something they'll buy Oh my They pick one up but then soon Realize that they're stuck Because they'll own that thing for life (laughs) This has happened more than we'd like to admit Uh, We had one here on the beach recently Reports of a dead body were being called in like crazy to the police department in this town, and it turned out to be a very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll. Oh. According to the according to cops, they closed off the road leading to the forest where the body was found for 31 hours, causing enormous traffic jams. How did it take 31 hours to realize it was a fake? For the first, well, I, I don't know. For the first few hours, it was called a crime scene in West Midland, village of Kennington, Workershire. After someone taking a stroll, called authorities and said, oh, there's a dead body out here. It's all cut up. The police thought they had a murder investigation on their hands and it was also a, you know, dismemberment. The forensic team came out there. They checked all, the inspected everything around the oh, body. It took no. hours. Uh, then they got near the body and determined it was mostly gooey, goofy, grisly, rubbery sex doll. Oh, gross. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, I mean, it's not like you're going to put that in your trash. Yeah. It happens time and time again. Ah, honey, there's a dead body in the bedroom. No, that's just my very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll. <laughs> well, not anymore with new Lysol, the only cleaner and disinfectant that cleans your very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll the way it should be cleaned. It seemed like every day my wife was freaking out because she thought there was a dead body in the house. Enough was enough. Well, thanks to Lysol, I can make sure she never mistakes my very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll for a... Actually, hang on a second. Yes, honey? Why are you using that doll so often that it... No, don't ask questions, honey. Just let it be. <laughs> New Lice Doll. Clean and disinfect your very dirty, broken, overused sex doll today. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. And the update is brought to you by Fair and Fairer. As we have every week on Monday, it is the headlines, the media has kept 
from you because they don't want you to hear it. headlines. All right, here we go. We'll give you just a few of them because it's about 10 and some of them aren't that great. We've covered some of these. All right, here's the first one. Uh, New York judge's secretary arrested after trying to attack Trump during civil fraud trial. (gasps) Remember, the story came out and all it said was, oh, some woman approached Trump. Mm -hmm. They never told you the truth about that. She tried to attack him. Wow. Headline number two. This one they didn't tell you last week. President Trump is surging in the polls, leading swing states, Arizona, Georgia, and Michigan by multiple points, some as much as 10 points over Biden. Bigly surging. They didn't tell you about that as well. Bigly. I'm telling you, there's going to be 10 more indictments this week. Mm -hmm. They're going to indict him for his hair. (laughs) Probably. All right. Uh, Number three, a lawsuit filed against the Biden administration's immunity to liability for vaccine companies. This is a big one, the smokestack. Uh huh. Because it violates the constitutional rights of those injured or killed by the COVID vax. So there's a lawsuit filed, and it looks like they got a creden- the cred to win. So we'll see. District Attorney Jack Smith and Judge Chutkin may be prosecuted for misuse of power and election interference after issuing a gag or- order on President Trump. If you don't know this, remember the gag order last week that everybody on the left was like, yay, shut him up, put a duct tape on his face. <laughs> well, it turns out. They're going to be prosecuted for that. And the gag order was silently lifted Saturday. Really? Yeah. All that. Remember, there was a big commotion. Oh, they they shut him up. He'll never be able to say anything. I even questioned it. I said, why are they? Why can't they tell him not to talk about them? Right. What, they're such, are they so sensitive that they can't take a little criticism? Number two, Texas Senate passes bill banning employers from mandating COVID vaccine for employees. And number one story they kept from you... Last week, man gets seven months in prison after voter suppression memes supporting Hillary Clinton. Isn't that interesting? What happened there? So from what I read, it was some guy put out a meme during the 2016 election telling people, hey, go type it, text this code uh, for Hillary and the thing didn't exist. And he was trying to pull votes away from Trump towards Hillary and he got arrested for it. Wow. Boy, that certainly didn't get any coverage, did it? Nope. Not one thing. All right. We're close, so close to, so close to World War Three. Yeah, we are. That's spooky, man. The Gaza crisis could spiral into an all-out war in six terrifying steps, an ex-Navy chief has warned. If things go really wrong, Admiral Lloyd West predicted the U.K. and the U.S. could see boots on the ground in Israel and Lebanon, Syria, Iran, and Russia might be drawn into the fight. Because, you know, they're in cahoots with Iran. Tension in the Middle East has uh, soared since Hamas terrorists unleashed hell on Israel October 7th. We know all about that. In a flammable mix of promises of revenge, military alliances, violent protests, and high civilian casualties, the crisis could be a powder keg about to be lit, according to Lloyd, Lord West, who laid out the case for World War III. So um, it's not just that. I think Lord West is, you know, he's from the UK, so he's not thinking about what's going on in this country is even scarier Mm -hmm. because the overwhelming anti-Semitism. Could you imagine if if there wasn't, there was racism equal to that on black people or Hispanic or some other race in this country? Everybody would be just Up up in arms outraged. 
do you notice anything? Do you notice any? Remember when Ukraine got attacked by Russia and we had Ukrainian flags everywhere? Do you see Israeli flags anywhere? No. Hmm. No, right? Interesting. What is silence according to the left? Violence. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I was going to ask about, you know, people's social media after the George Floyd thing happened. Oh, by the way, his toxicology report came out, the oh, cause of yeah, death, and they that? said it was fentanyl, not... Well, of course it was fentanyl. Yeah. The whole story was fabricated. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just read it yesterday. Um, when that happened, everyone was like, well, if you don't post this on your social media, then you're for racism. And so yeah. everyone's like, oh, okay, I'll post it on my Instagram. And all the celebrities were up in arms. Where's everybody now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there you go. That's, uh, what's his name? Ex-Navy Chief... Admiral Lloyd West's prediction. I don't like it. Not good. Especially when the enemy is in this country already. Yeah. All right. Uh, the chaotic search for this is not, you know, I, I haven't been paying attention to this because it's embarrassing. Uh, thank God I'm an independent now. But I mean, this is this is embarrassing. This is just the world's burning and these jokers are just screwing around trying to get a speaker of the house. They can't even do anything because they don't have a speaker of the house. You need, do you really see, need somebody with a gavel up there to bang? I'll go bang the gavel if yeah. you want to get something done. Get a robot to do it. They're taking all the other jobs. No, it's insanity. Maybe like a self-checkout, self-gavel. <laughs> and what makes it even worse is you got people on top of everything that's going on that makes the Republicans look like clowns. You got Sonny Hoiston out there on The View, the ABC, what is it, ABC News, right? No, she's... Is it it's ABC. ABC News Department. That's where The View is listed, by the way. Do you know The View is a news department? And do you know... They are? Yeah, they're listed under a news program. They don't bring you any news. Do you know that there's people that get their news, primarily female. I'm not bagging on females. I'm just telling you the stats. Primarily female. Uh, pri primarily view? housewives who don't have uh, careers of their own who sit at home. That's their news. That's where they get their news. It's a large portion of the United States. Wow. That's pretty scary. Sonny Hoiston got out there and lied twice. Well, she, she lies all the time. She did it a week ago, and then she did it again this week about Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan was the oh. one who wanted to become speaker. He yeah. tried three times, didn't work out. They busted her in this lie, too. Oh, every, even liberal websites yeah. were like, uh, Sonny Hoiston completely lied. Here she is the second time lying about Jim Jordan, something that happened back in 2019. I testified in front of Congress about something so simple, cameras in courtrooms. He came in late, he looked disheveled, and he immediately was screaming and yelling and terrorized me and the other experts on the panel. And describing him as a terrorist is exactly that. He's a chaos agent, and it came out of nowhere, and he had no command of the subject that we were talking about, which made it even scarier. Okay, I apologize. That was the first time she did it. Then last week on Thursday, she did it again. Um, I've had my own personal interaction with Jim Jordan where he terrorized me. Really? It was, yeah, when I was testified in front of Congress. Oh, yeah. He was, like, spitting. He was yelling at me so much that he started spitting. Just spitting. Okay, now, if you go to the congressional record, because they keep transcripts of everything, you can go to whitehouse.gov, mm -hmm. you can go to any of those. They have transcripts of every interaction that goes on in hearings, and especially Congress, uh, congressional hearings. And... He never addressed her, so he didn't even speak to her. It doesn't say Jim Jordan spittle in parentheses? No, it doesn't say that. Um, I've had my own personal interaction with Jim Jordan where he terrorized me. Really? It was, yeah, when I was testified in front of Congress, oh, he yeah. was like spitting. He was yelling at me so much that he started spitting. She made up the whole thing. Is that incredible? Terrorizing you? You feel terrorized by that? 
I yell and spit at the TV when you're on all the time. <laughs> all right. What can I say? Sanford man is behind bars and charged with two counts of DUI manslaughter after oh. rear-ending a motorcycle Saturday in Seminole County. Oh, yeah, this is bad. Crash on uh, 46 was just about 8 p.m. when a man driving a pickup truck slammed into a motorcycle, killing both people on the bike. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, there's a memorial for them just off the side of the road you can see right now. 40-year-old Michael Lawrence Thomas was driving the pickup truck, and he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the FHP. It was just, you know, one of those horrible, no. horrible things. It was local folks. This is one of those deals. This is Highway 46. You can look at the record. This is one of the higher vitality roads. Needs to have turning lanes. Needs to be a four-lane highway. Yeah, you know, as a motorcycle rider, I can only tell you those little things I do that might help. I mean, I never sit in the center of the lane when you're waiting at a red light. Yeah, but you, this guy's waiting to turn. There's no light there. Yeah, yeah no. Well, yeah, he's waiting to turn left, right? Yeah. On 46? Yeah, there's no no turn lane. Guy was stopped, waiting to make the turn, because there's no turn lane. Oh, okay. You just slowed out, and dude behind him was drunk and just plowed plow right, right into him. him. Damn. Wow. I think there was also like a nine-year-old girl in the car with the drunk guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see. FHP said the nine-year-old girl in the Chevy pickup truck uh, with, with Thompson at the time of the crash, but she's fine. Wow. This is just something. Seminole court records show he was found guilty, really, of DUI in 2014 and was sentenced to probation. Well, there you go. So, what can I tell you, man? Remember, uh, probably don't, remember uh, Army Private Travis King? He was in trouble. He was in South Korea. He's in the U.S. Uh, Army, and he was being charged with a couple of uh, things. And they never really got into it, That what he was charged with. I think it was some kind of assault and... Um, I'm trying to find the original charge. So there was seven of them. Then he deserted. He ran. He joined a oh, tour. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he joined a tour in the very dangerous demilitarized zone between North Korea and South Korea. And while on the tour, in the middle of the crowd of people, tourists, he took off. Oh, I do remember this. Took off running into North Korea. He could have gotten shot. And it kind of fizzled out, right? That just, that he got a well, couple yeah, charges. Well, yeah, I mean, no, but there, yeah, there, there, well, obviously he was running from the charges, but the charges were never really detailed. There were some assault charges. Desert, obviously, after you deserted, it was desert, desertion, desert. He, he doesn't like the dessert. No, he just took off running, so he deserted. And uh, there were seven charges in all, but it seemed like it didn't. It didn't make the story. It was very like, you know, benign. It was eh, some charges. Well, it's funny because uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's back here now. He uh, he was uh, what do you call it? rescued? I don't know if he was rescued. They made some negotiation. Yeah. Probably traded like 16 terrorists for him and $6 billion. I'm kidding. <laughs> but he's back here now. But you got to listen to George Stephanopoulos. Here he is uh, on that morning. And all of a sudden, this seven, eighth charge shows up, which nobody knew about. Travis King, the soldier who crossed into North Korea over the summer, is now being detained by the Army, facing a court-martial for desertion. Stephanie Ramos has the story. Good morning, Stephanie. George, good mm-hmm. morning. We still don't know why U.S. Army Private Travis King ran over the heavily fortified Korean border, spending roughly <laughs> two months in North Korean captivity. We now know more about the legal battle he faces with the U.S. military. Travis King now facing several charges, including desertion, possession of child pornography. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on now. What? Yeah, they left that out. Little child porn. Wow. That's why he took off running. Uh It wasn't because he robbed a Rite Aid in South Korea. (laughs) 
No. Wow. Now, let me ask you something, because we still... How deep does the Jeffrey Epstein list go? Deeper than you probably mm-hmm. want to know. That it seems like any story having to deal with child assault, rape, you know, gets child porn, get, yeah, just kind of gets put to the side. Because they're all involved, Rick. It, yeah. it, is, is it... Is it really? It I just, mean, it's it, mind-boggling to see how much energy they put into other investigations. And that right? Like, well, we looked. We caught the British lady, and she's in prison. So there you go, done. And well, he's dead. So, like, how do you get arrested for sex trafficking when you have no clients? Well, the United States. We used to think that happened in third-world countries. United States uh, is considered one of the top destination points for victims of child trafficking and exploitation. So no one's been arrested for actually. Getting these trafficked people from Ghislaine, she just got arrested for tra- trafficking them to to who to, to no one to like who to who though, but to like to who though, yeah. And you're never going to hear it because everyone's involved, including the government. They're all everyone's involved. Yeah, I, it, it's again. What do we say about when this is, when the Epstein story break? Remember the lady from ABC had it for two years and they wouldn't let her tell the story on the air. She had a story, a story like that for that two years. That was Amy Robach and she said we have all of it, we have interviews and everything and they said uh, nope, you're not going to tell that. Well, because his initial arrest for being a pervy guy was what, 2014 I think? Who are you talking about? Epstein. Epstein. Because he yeah, was yeah. arrested before. Well, yeah. Trump is creep. the one that got him kicked out of the country club, and Trump yes. was the one that got him uh, pretty much uh, guilty. And you're going you're gonna, to, the argument you're going to get is people will say, well, Trump was best friends with him. And it's like, yeah, he also threw him out of the club as soon as he found out he yeah. had any kind of relation with underage women. But the reason they wouldn't let Amy Robach do that story was because uh, Prince Andrew was involved and was friends with Epstein and was on that list and you know, caught fornicating with underage girls. And that was at the time of the royal wedding between Kate and William. And they said, if you do this story, then we're not going to get exclusive coverage for the royal wedding. So they nixed it. They nixed a story about the biggest, biggest child trafficking ring in the history of the earth. But why? And it's still, I mean, have you heard about it lately? Mm. Swept under the rug. Where is it? Ghislaine's in jail, but... Like Smoke's dead. She's in jail for trafficking children. To who, though? We yeah, don't. it's like there's a whole half of that component missing. Half. That's that's the entire thing. It's I mean, like getting arrested for murder, and it's like, all right, where's the victim? Dude, well, we don't have one, but they, they're a murderer. But the other thing oh. is, too, is that we sit here on the surface, and we go, oh, I wonder what like celebrities are on the list, but it goes so much deeper than that. Oh, God, yeah. It's like- This is every world, world leader. Leaders. you got to assume that. Every world leader, every corporate leader, every- it's it's got to be enormous. The it's list. Like there, there's always two halves to something, you know. If you get arrested for theft, you must have what stolen something. And what did he steal? Well, no, uh, he's just arrested. He did. Well, he did just, we don't have now. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Just for a second. Okay. Let's say the list came out, and literally, it is eighty percent of all the leadership in corporate America, all the leadership in countries around the entire globe. What do you do? You go uh, arrest all of them, throw them in jail. Who, who's going to arrest them? It's every leader in every country, in communist countries, Democrat countries. It's every corporate head. I mean, I'm talking maybe 78. Down the line, who's not on the list? Who's going to do that? Anyone who's not on the list. Would Would you even think that it'd be crazy to say something like it would be all out war between those people who control everything and the people that don't? Why do you think Epstein 
is dead. Yes, I know he killed himself because he had videos. He took videos of DVDs, every single yeah. person that came all, in. Where is all that stuff now? To, yeah. to, to be able to bribe them so they couldn't go back and be like, oh, yeah, it's his fault. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to go against me? I got this tape of you with a 14-year-old. Somebody's got all that stuff. The that, FBI. That power that he used to wield is now in whose hands? The FBI. What are they using it for? Well, and what if there's members know. from the FBI, from police forces oh, and all, God, all that? Yeah. that have did, so who's, you're right. Who's going to be the bad guy that's going to go in and arrest these people? Epstein ran the world. He had the world's balls in his hand. Think Ouch. about that. Yeah. Those are big, too. I know. All right. So this guy didn't get in trouble, but he got in trouble, but he didn't. This guy, Christopher Fujishin, he uh, has a house in Grantsville, Utah. It's funny because Utah is supposedly this conservative Mormon community and everything, and all this crap goes down over there, and they're very liberal. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a weird spot over there. So anyway, he put a skeleton uh, upside down uh, on the street sign pole. So he's got a house that's on a corner. Right. He's got a street sign right there in the corner. So it's not his property, but he put this skeleton pole dancing on oh, that pole. like a stripper, but yeah, a skeleton stripper. stripper. She had okay. sunglasses. She had the hair. She was <laughs> upside down. Then he put three chairs around, folding chairs around it with guys there laughing and holding their hands up skeletons. Right. It's funny. It's a It's very funny. Well, somebody got upset and complained. He says the only backlash he received was caught on camera a neighbor who kept coming over to cut it down. Maybe a little risque for some people, but it's just in, you know, all in the name of fun. Then the city posted the display to its Facebook page, telling him he had until 9 p.m. that night to remove it since it's against city code. I think it brings a lot of good humor that we need to a small town. The post took off. So while this skeleton was serving ones, others were serving their opinions in the comment section, writing things like, I guess teaching our children respect, decency and manners has gone by the side. First of all, it's by the wayside, stupid. So yeah. No, it's by the side. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so this guy is my, what, what's he my, when somebody's Hero? He's my, yeah, I guess he's my hero because what did he do next? So he's got the cops telling him he's got to put it down. Yeah. Probably got the HOA after him. No, oh, they're got probably this, the ones that complained. Got this this man in the neighborhood that felt he had to go over there and tear it down. I mean, this guy is such a total... <laughs> see, it's stunning. It is stunning, but they, that how it happened. So what would he do next if you were me? Mm, um, you'd make it worse. Oh, I would yes. do it on my own property. Exactly. The kids understand what... What that is, maybe the problem's not not the skeleton dancing on the pole. Maybe it's uh, something else. Fugition mm. moved the skeletons off city property, and that night made the display even bigger, adding lights, music, and more skeletons. Neighbors are even dropping off their own decorations to add to it. We look forward to keeping this going and uh, getting it a little bit more uh, elaborate as we go. So literally, they added like 20 chairs, 20 skeletons. <laughs> they have pony, genuine pony playing. There's That's flashing awesome. strobe lights. The, and now all the guys are smoking cigars, the skeletons are smoking no. cigars in the street. Strippers coming down a pole in the middle of his yard. Now That's it's on brilliant. his property, so. Way to go, dude. I love that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Good for you, man. That's awesome. And finally, uh, Halloween's upon us, and uh, there's a lot of terrifying things out there. Some displays that are so graphic. We got the house with the fire. Oh, yeah. You remember the, yeah, the fire department showed up? They're like, this is... Wait, no, this isn't even hot. There was another one that had somebody on the roof. It was a mannequin on the roof of a person 
that was throwing something off the roof, and there was like a another dummy laying down in front of the door, like in the walkway, mm-hmm. with a TV smashed over their head, but they had like gut splattered everywhere. Oh. And then there was another one that had Pennywise, the clown from It, on the front of a car that was parked in the driveway as if the car had hit him, so it had like blood all over the car. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, you know, people should not be scared anymore at silly things like that because you, I know we all live in a scary world, especially in the office. This this scares me the most being here. Oh, dude, yeah, it's yeah. spooky around here. It's very spooky. So, and you know, calm down. A little paper mache, you know, Pennywise the clown's not going to scare you. Going back to work today probably will. This Halloween, why spend one night at a haunted house when you can spend Monday through Friday at? The office. Experience the terror of the printer. This thing is possessed. Paper jam? Add paper? What does it want? There's no escape from that guy who stands over your cubicle and won't shut up. Hey, bro, you won't believe what happened this weekend. I have work to do. Doesn't he have work to do? Make it stop. Make it stop. Shut up. <laughs> You're funny, dude. So anyway, I gotta tell you this part, right? And the most spine-tingling horror of all, the empty coffee pot. <laughs> what kind of person doesn't make a fresh pot? It's a monster! <laughs> the office. Once you enter, you'll be trapped 40 hours a week for the next 30 years. No! Sunny update. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. So wake up, people. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Well, this is the first I've ever heard of this. It is a dating app teaming up with a turkey company to bring people together for Thanksgiving where maybe you wouldn't have anybody to celebrate Thanksgiving with. What? So, have you ever heard of Bumble? Bumble. Bumble's a dating app. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. So now they have Bumble for Friends, which is, I guess, how to make friends if you don't have any? Friends with cranberry sauce? Yes. <laughs> so it says here, <laughs> Bumble for Friends, which is their section for platonic relationships, mm-hmm. is teaming up with Butterball Turkey to kind of help people find people to celebrate Thanksgiving with. Yeah, because after all that tryptophan, you don't want to have sex. Yeah. What is so that this stuff is called? Do you feel like a butterball? <laughs> so this is called their Friendsgiving feature, where users can match with other people looking for Thanksgiving Day plans. So if you're like, by myself for Thanksgiving, I kind of want to maybe make a turkey and some sides, but I have nobody to come over to eat it with. And so you can go on this dating app, and it's like looking for friends to celebrate Thanksgiving with. It'll start being available, I think, on November 1st. Wow. Remember the joke up north? Nobody has uh, birthdays uh, on November 25th because the coats are on the bed. I don't get it. Because nobody's having sex because the coats are on the bed, so there's no babies with birthdays. Never mind. Hmm. No, I, I'm walk me through it. Keep going. Nah, nah, nah. Are you having sex after be- Thanksgiving anyway? What? Is this having to do with Thanksgiving? No, the coats are on the bed, so you can't use the bed. Because of Thanksgiving? Right. Okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Right. So you just invite I shouldn't st- have brought it up. My fault. I apologize to everyone listening. So you match up with somebody to come over to your house for Thanksgiving. I guess, yeah. So you just get a stranger sitting there going, Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? <laughs> exactly. So last week, Paris's Eiffel Tower had to be shut down while cops were dealing with a man who wanted to try to climb the structure. 
Well, you remember it this? looks fun. So people that were at the top of the Eiffel Tower had to stay there until police were able to catch the climber and get him down safely. I don't think he was going to jump or anything. I think he was just trying to climb the Eiffel Tower. So among the people that were stranded was Amir Khan, whose master plan for the whole date was to propose to his girlfriend, Kat, later in the day at a more private location. Well, not knowing how long they were going to be trapped at the top of the Eiffel Tower... Khan decided to amend his plan and he proposed right there. It's not like she could... What if she wanted to say no then she's trapped? Oh my God, it's how embarrassing. So did the guy, were they chasing him up the tower? No, he wanted to climb up the... He was climbing up it, so they were like trying to get to him going, oh God. That's what I mean. Were they chasing him up the tower? I don't know the speed at which they were going. No, I, I just know that. they were going after him, trying to get to him to prevent him from climbing all the way to the top. So what they did was what? anyone that was on the tower, they were like, nobody move, you got to stay. So if you were at the top, you had to stay there until they caught the guy. I never understand that because that always happens. They're you know going after. Why don't they just let him finish his climb and then arrest them if that's what you want to do? Well, it does yeah, say he's he have was to come down, right? It says he was later found by police between the second and third floors of the tower. So they did get him. Okay. Interesting. You think he was going to hide there and they go, well, it's been a long time. It's a very climbable tower. It leans in. It's not like you're climbing a sheer side of a skyscraper. Yeah, but have you seen how large the, like, openings are away from each other? Yeah, they are, yeah. But you can climb up the the things on the side. You act like it's easy. No, I didn't say "Ah, it was easy. I'm sure it's easy for a climber. Easier than that guy. Who's the French guy that went up the side of the building? Yeah, those people that climb like skyscrapers like they're a cliff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And they're they're holding Uh -uh. on with nothing. Yeah, that's no way. That's a bad idea. That's crazy. Uh, We also last week told you the story of John May. Does that name ring a bell to you? No. John Mayer? No. This is the guy that was on the verge of Writing a song? Sorry. Can we hold all dumb jokes to the end? Um, he was on the verge of completing the challenge of drinking 2,000 pints of beer in 200 days. Remember that oh, guy? Oh, yeah, that oh, guy. Yeah. yeah, so he was on the mission of being accomplished the other day, and he had to prove to people, because I guess their first question was not, hey, you ha- you drank 2,000 beers in 200 days. They were all like, is he an alcoholic? Is he going to be an alcoholic? Is he born from alcoholics? They had all these questions about him being an alcoholic. So he said uh, he's remained quite sober. And he volunteers at his church, and he's not an alcoholic. This was just something to see if he could do it or not. He spent $10,000 on beer, by the way. Damn. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Something else that's crazy. I think we can all agree the stories that are overdone in the news, entertainment-wise, are probably what, Will and Jada? Oh, Taylor Swift and what's-his-face. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And the one that's starting to go down that path, too, because her (sighs) book is about to come out, is Britney. Didn't the book come out already? Mm, It's about to. So, they were talking about how she had sex with Justin, got pregnant at 19, he made her have an abortion, you and know, then, I guess last week, what? What? No, what? we're worried about the forest, and we keep chopping trees down for this garbage. Mm-hmm. You think people are going to stop making books to save trees? This book. Okay. Um, they all just, like, come out on Kindle anyway. Yeah, they could, I guess. That's true. Going on Amazon. Yeah, if you really want to save trees, that's how you get it. Um... But then I guess the latest thing was that he broke up with her in a text and because she had cheated on him. I don't know. She cheated on him with one of her dancers or her choreographer. I forget, oh, which, I forget which. Well, a lot of people, apparently, because it's all that I can see in the news. I'm like, when are we going to get past this whole Britney thing? The president was even talking about it. What? Yeah. 
Hi, folks. Thanks for coming. And the president will now answer any questions you may have for him. Mr. President, take it away. Yeah, hey, man, I'm the president. Give me your questions. Uh, Mr. President, what do you have to say about the situation in Israel? I don't know. Not much. Hey, can you believe that Brittany got dumped by Justin with a (laughs) two-word text? Just texted her, it's over. Wild stuff, man. Okay, well, what about the war in Ukraine? No, it's crazy. Hey, in her book, Brittany tells us why she dances naked with knives and stuff. Oh, man, I'm just dying to find out. Oh, well, what about the battle for House Speaker? Well, they figure that out. Hey, did you know that Britney's first time was actually with her brother's friend and not with Justin? Oh, man, oh, man, the scandal. All right, no more questions. Next time I'll talk all about Tom Brady breaking up with that Irina Shake lady. Is that how you pronounce it? Irina Shake and Bake? Oh, hell, now I'm tired. All right, folks, the president is going to go take a nap now. Thanks for coming. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. I like his jokes. They're jokes, right? Stream it now. 1059sunnyfm.com. Are you ready for some stupid news? It's stupid. Yeah. But we like it. Here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. All right. The story I promoted just a few seconds ago, Smokestack took out of my hand and put it back somewhere. It's an end of the war word. Which one is it? The guy from Ukraine. The guy from Ukraine. He wanted to go get his driver's license. Um, I guess he tried multiple times and failed the test. So he took his neighbor's documents, his passport, his Mm -hmm. birth certificate, and a photo ID. Took it down to the uh, DMV in Ukraine, wherever that, whatever it's called there. And the guy goes, "Well, everything else checks out except uh, you don't look like anything. You don't look like the ID picture." And he goes, "Well, my appearance has changed over time." It was only a couple years ago. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so that's why we try to overcome the fact that he can't drive and he wanted a license. Mm. So, all right. So you know, catalytic converters are very, very um, expensive items because they contain something. Smokestack can tell you. I don't yeah, know what it's it is. It's a platinum alloy, so the metal metal inside's worth a lot. Yeah, so they steal them. People, I mean, there was a shipment last week, remember? Family from California shipped $600 million worth of catalytic converters. It was a multi-million dollar family crime organization. Yeah, to New Jersey to have them sold. $600 million. That's like, that's like. I mean, imagine the team of crackheads you have sawn under people's cars day and night. So it's a big business, and people got to do it round the clock. In Akron, Ohio, this guy has broken into Arlington Auto Wrecking three times. They got sick of it. The police barely show up. You know, it's not a big crime. It's, I mean, it is a big crime, but, you know, somebody calls you, hey, there's a guy out there selling my catalytic converter. Call your mm-hmm. insurance company. Good luck, pal. This time, they call, they call the police, and they knew they weren't going to show up for hours, so they decided to take things in their own hands. They saw him on the security camera without the guy knowing. The guy was in the car. I guess somehow he was sawing. These are wrecked cars, so okay. some of them don't have seats. So I guess it was easier for him to saw from the inside, the floor of the car, to get the converter out. Okay. He was in the car with the door shut. They secretly and quietly moved this huge crane up behind him. It had like those, you know, remember, it's a a wrecking yard. So they got forklift cranes. They got, it looks like a forklift, but it's on a crane with a long arm. Gotcha. They slowly put the thing under the car and with him in it lifted it 20 feet off the ground. (gasps) So the guy's like, hey, 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 hey. Because wow. what, if you've got a problem, you can always jump out of the car. Right. Cops got there like two hours later, arrested him. Got yeah. him. Two hours. Yeah, and they were laughing about it. They were having a good old time. That's pretty creative, though, don't you think? That's smart. Yeah, you, you trap them, at least, you know? Yeah. You could say the guy got a lift. All right, man, well, here's the deal. This lot has been, uh, there's been a, t- a serious amount of break-ins and converters cut off, and you got a sawzall. And you're in the private area of the business. It's not open to the public. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know what I mean? 
So what do you got the saws off for, brother? Uh, copper, to be honest, brother. I'm not gonna lie. Wow. He gave it up. I, I was here to steal some copper. Right. There you to go. Take the metal. All right. This is uh this is a crazy person. I don't know what to tell you about her. Her name's Kelsey Living Good. Uh she's I wish from I was Living Good. She's from <laughs> Shrimbeck or Shrimbeck Photography and she has 150 clients, she says. Okay. And she does weddings and right now she's doing Halloween photo shoots. You know, some right. people some of those people in the suburbs, you know, they do stuff like that. They With get their all little the, kids and they want yeah. to dress up and put the baby in the pumpkin and all that stuff. But they have a lot of dispensable income, so they hire a wedding photographer to do their Halloween portraits every mm-hmm. year. Everybody's in brand new fluffy Halloween pumpkin pajamas and everything's all fluffy. You want to be in front of the court field and we'll be naked inside of our big pumpkins. They'll have the baby in the pumpkin and we'll all have fun Halloween makeup on. No, that's out in Bithlow, but in the suburbs of Windermere it's different. So anyway, um, the camera, the uh, photographer didn't show up. Really? But my wife's in her best fall uh, tall leather boots and her big fluffy white turtleneck sweater that's just way too big, it's, but she looks cozy. It's really bad because you, he's nailed it. Oh yeah, yeah she's got much. a latte in her hands. So, uh, they started looking into it because News 6, not our News 6, but W-O-W-T uh-huh. uh, in wherever this is, uh, Omaha, started looking into it because they got one of those slogans, you know, we're here to help when the ratings are on or yeah. getting results when the ratings are on or in <laughs> News 6, we investigate when the ratings are on, that kind of thing. So, they went out to investigate. They started looking into the background of the photographer and it turns out there was a lot of complaints about her just canceling at the last minute. Like, for instance, this one time, she can't, you know what it's like to have a wedding and put that all together. And oh, you've dude. already paid the money and the deposit and the final money and then someone doesn't show up. Oh, that's where you get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So News 6, getting results, investigating, and you were on your side, went out there. <laughs> it was a bride's worst nightmare. A friend took pictures on her wedding day because Macy Blake focused on a cancellation message from Schirmbeck Photography. Yeah, it was three hours before I walked down the aisle. I had no professional photographer. I had nothing to work with. <laughs> Had no time to get anybody there. Keeping half her engagement photos, the owner of Schirmbeck Photography, Kelsey Livingood, refunded Macy $500 and gave me an explanation for missing the client's big day. I made it 30 minutes into my drive, had to pull over into a gas station, had a seizure in the gas station, and went straight to the emergency room. Oh. So she had a seizure in the gas station well, and went to the emergency you're room. You're acting like you don't believe her. Do you not think that's true? No, because uh, that wasn't the first time. And I messaged her as soon as I could and said, I'm sorry, I had an epileptic emergency. Andrea Johnson is grateful her aunt took photos after the same wedding photographer didn't show up. She messaged me three hours before my wedding that she was not coming due to her son broke his arm and she was in the ER with him. I mean, there's a small possibility so that So she happened. had a seizure in the last wedding. She had a son with a broken arm. Oh, it goes The on. photographer says it was actually her daughter with the emergency, but she's refunded about 300 of the customer's $500 at $50 a week. Okay. If I owe anyone a refund, they're more than welcome to come talk to me and, and tell me and remind me, you know, that I owe them a refund. Mm-hmm. But refunds aside, Christy Blankenship of CB Wedding Services says a half dozen brides called the last two years asking her to step in when Schirmbeck Photography canceled. Anywhere from day of to eight days before. And it's just, their hearts are broken because they're out of budget at that point. It doesn't sound right to me, no. Um, 
In my 12 years of doing photography, I've maybe had to cancel four weddings, maybe. Yeah, well, that's not true either. Then the News 6 on your side, investigate, we care, we're in your neighborhood, and yeah. we're sitting with you at your table. Uh, that <laughs> TV station looked more into There was 16 times over the last 12 months that she didn't show up. 16 at, times in one 16 year? Times, <laughs> she didn't show up, and every excuse was different from the other one. We showed up at our location uh, 15 minutes before it was supposed to start, and she messaged me back on her business page saying that she had canceled um, due to her husband taking their card. The Better Business Bureau what? gives Schirmbeck photography an F rating. A lot of the complaints that we forwarded to the company, they've not responded to. Uh, we did notify them that uh, we were investigating a pattern of complaints. But Schirmbeck photography photographer Kelsey Livingood says she books 150 photo sessions for the holidays and 30 weddings a year. Do you feel that you've canceled too much at the last minute? If I'm canceling a lot, I wouldn't have the full business that I have right now. I do have good reviews. They just aren't, people aren't posting them. <laughs> That's it. Nobody's posting them. <laughs> I have great reviews. I have five stars, except there's nobody putting the things on the stars. <laughs> You know, it sounds to me like what she's doing is it's like a a, a deposit racket. Yeah, yeah exactly. You put That's down a non-refundable dep- deposit, and then you just cancel every gig that people but, sign up for, and you make you don't make five hundred, but you make two hundred every time you got to do that. Yeah, but usually the non-refundable deposit, at least when I did that, was. Uh, so that they don't cancel. So it's like, you know, you after a right, certain right, point right. that they don't go, oh, never mind, our, our cousin's going to do it. And then you lose out when somebody else right. could have booked that day, right? So right. usually that's, the, but not for the photographer to say, you book with me, this is non-refundable, and then, oh, I can't make it. If I couldn't make it, just if it were my business, they would get 100% of their yeah. money back well, if overall, it was on me. Overall, over the last two years, she had 60 different cancellation complaints to uh, the Better wow. Business Bureau. What is she? You suck, (laughs) (laughs) I love it that people, oh, I got great reviews. They're just not posting them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I saw the reviews. You suck. Yeah. Well, it's all about customer service. And, you know, that's what we try to do here. Well, at least I show up. Well. Sometimes we fall a little short. And speaking of short, we have people with short tempers that. Sometimes, you know, criticism gets to them very quickly. Well, when somebody calls up with an unwarranted insult, I'll respond in kind. What do you just hang up on him? What do you do? Can you just like... I know this guy called and was... It wasn't just me. He was insulting the two of you. I was defending your honor. But you know how much I care, but go go ahead. Oh, you care? The first thing you do. Be like, Rick, we got to prepare for the segment. Hang on, hang on. I have an angry email to write. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, I just did mine over the phone. But, so what uh, did but he I, say? Well, this guy called, and he's like, I can't believe you said this. That's very hypocritical coming from a bunch of Trump supporters. And I was like, Trump supporters? Yeah, the way you guys live, your lifestyle. <laughs> how does he know how we live our but lifestyle? That's what I we said. A, I was like, buddy, we have- we're not super Trump supporters, one. And two, you have no idea how we live. But you're more than welcome to come to the parking lot and find out. You didn't say that. Yes, I did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> well, if you're going to call like that, I'll act like that. Yeah, You get yeah. what you I get. Mean, I'm... That's like high school. No, but I'm kind of on smoke side because if you're going to, look, if you're going to take the time out of your day, I mean, at least, hey, I give this guy credit for at least picking up the phone and calling in person. Most people like to hide behind their keyboard. No, he didn't know how to, that guy didn't have a computer. Uh, (laughs) Too angry to type. I just have to yell. I'm like, all right, buddy, we'll come to the parking lot and yell. But when you act that way, not you, Uh Smoke, when when somebody calls and says things like that, what's the reaction you think you're going to get? 
Like, what do you think? We're I am so was, sorry. Yeah. I'm just going to send yeah. you right over to my manager. You know we're going to do everything we can to make this right. That's not. Well, that's this, what most radio stations do. We're not do. that kind of radio My, my lifestyle's terrible, buddy. You're, you're absolutely right. I'm a heathen. I live in a truck tire. That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, well. Customer service out the window. He's not even a customer. Want to pretend to be a tough guy like Smokestack? Then you need the Smokestack customer service action figure. When someone complains, just pull the string and let Smokestack set them straight. Look, if you don't like it, just meet me in the parking lot. The Smokestack customer service action figure is just like G.I. Joe. If G.I. Joe didn't have a kung fu grip and was kind of an asshole. Do you just call me an asshole? You want to meet me in the parking lot? Smokestack customer service action figures come with everything you see here. A short temper, a shifty attitude, and a whole bunch of empty threats. You think I have a bad attitude? Yeah, well... We know, we know. Meet you in the parking lot? Yeah, meet me in the parking lot. The Smokestack customer service action figure. Meet me in the parking lot. Parking lot sold separately. Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. What a world. Streaming right now on 1059sunnyfm.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 